0: Welcome to the Quack12 Podcast, the most official, unofficial, Oregon Ducks podcast on the web Photosphere. Be sure to follow us on Twitter, at Quack12Podcast, or visit our website, Quack 12 podcastcom If you like what you hear, please leave us five stars on your listening device. And if you'd like to support the show, please visit the Quack12 Patreon page, where for a measly five dollars a month, you can become an official Quack12 and unlock hundreds quack. of hours of Oregon quack. Duck content. Quack, quack, on to the show. Quack. 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 Twelve and...
1: Whoa.
0: I am your host, Adam Jameo. And I'm Aaron Schroeder. That is right. And this is the Quack Troll Podcast, the most official unofficial Oregon Ducks podcast on the web photosphere and Aaron this is a post win episode the sweetest that's right the sweetest of all episodes
2: hey Adam let's hear it
1: before we savor
2: the flavor Mm -hmm. I do need to throw a little salt onto this steak
0: so please do because it's it's right now unsalted and
2: look boring (sighs) Last week, I might have said some shit. (laughs) I might have gone places that Mm. I feel like the regular person who has listened to us for long enough knows, Mm. oh, this guy is just filled with shit, and that is what his whole role is to be. Because if he was not on this show, he probably wouldn't actually watch college football. Mm. That being said... Mm -hmm. I went after a guy on the team that I've gone <laughs> after in the past. I thought uh, people would pick up on that. There was one true green through and through man mm-hmm. who decided to go public with the fact that uh, I shouldn't do things like that. That's true. You lost as so, a listener. A listener that doesn't know how and to spell. a subscriber. Yep. So that probably is going to give us a bad review, which does remind me, if you are listening to this, to please go to iTunes, rate, and review us five stars. Really helps bolster our numbers in uh, getting to more listeners so that I can cheese off more people Mm -hmm. with saying stupid shit. (laughs) Uh, I thought everyone knew I said stupid shit, and that was part of my comedy shtick. Yeah. I mean, I know his name is Camden. Of course I'm saying Cameron on purpose. <laughs> uh, but also, he didn't play last week, and probably for the best, because I'd probably have something stupid to say again. <laughs> well, he but did play; he was there. He here's what I'm gonna extra say.
0: Points. Yeah, You've I just want to say
2: again. I'm mm-hmm. sorry I cheesed that dude off okay. to you, mm. not to him. Oh, well, I, I want to apologize to you mm. for cheesing him off because all I did was hurt your ability to get a show you love Mm. in front of extra people who may pay attention to that guy's Twitter posts. I don't think people do. No, not at all. But I just want to say I'm sorry. Shouldn't you be apologizing to Camden? Well, he didn't play last week. He did play. He he... did play. He didn't score any points. He didn't miss any field goals. The extra points. Those, those you should get. <laughs> okay, well. He did his job. Congratulations. He was invisible. That's a job. Yeah, that's true. He'll come it's up kind of a compliment, whenever yeah. he sh- uh, shows himself by doing big stinky Roonies.
0: Whenever he gets, <laughs> whenever he gets the field goal, that's yeah, what you're saying. He but... needs to get the field goal
2: <laughs> to earn your love. Yeah, field goals are the most important, uh, especially because I feel like we've been privy for the two-point conversion as well, have we not? We have been going for those. We so like you know, those. it's like we have more than just the extra point on our table after we score six. Okay. Just saying. Anywho. Right. Uh so yeah, I thought that guy was kind of mean, honestly. Well, but we... also I just wanna reiterate, there's not a whole lot about college sports that I actually know anything about. Yes. I'm here as uh I'm here for the plot, if you will. Mm-hmm. I'm doing it for the plot, baby. You're, you're here for the conspiracy.
0: Oh, yeah. Do you got one? Do I have one? Besides, uh, I can't believe we haven't brought this up. But what is the that? The Michigan shit? <laughs> the Michigan guy. Yeah. See, I, <laughs> I know I, all right? the
2: stuff about college football that's not football.
0: I know. You're you keep your finger on the pulse there. I like Connor the drama. Stallion, Connor Stallion, who wrote <laughs> What a name. Who I know it's insane. Who wrote uh, a Michigan what it what was it called? A Michigan um what's this scary manifesto? Manifesto, that's exactly what I was thinking about. We need to get you on that level. You need to start working on an Oregon manifesto
2: of things that'll well, couple And you need to start cheating. First, here's, well, let's, let's just say, loyal listener who's mm-hmm. been here forever, I want you all to know, because I've brought it up in the past once mm-hmm. or twice, but I have written before, for us once before, and it did not get aired, because maybe I spent a full two hours of just talking about the background of Kayvon Thibodeau.
0: Uh, oh yeah, that's right oh, I yeah, mean, we have I went deep yeah.
2: I had 12 pages just on him So you have a on Thibodeau uh I have manifesto. a file Yeah, you got a file there By the way, I, I, I want blame I You wanna, want me to go on, you know, on fucking every player? Baby doll <laughs> well, Honestly, <laughs> yeah,
0: that would be great content You should start now
2: <laughs> God damn Why it. haven't you been doing this for the last five years, Harris? Yeah,
0: sounds good <laughs> Um...
2: Start with Camden. <laughs> Shit, I will. I will. I yeah. Give me a I'm dossier. I'm putting too much emphasis on like creating my persona to be anti him. I need yeah. to do, I'll do a deep dive on him so that I can humanize him to myself so that I can be a better person. You're somehow
0: anti Camden Lewis and Justin Herbert, which what have they what have <sighs> they done to you? Um Aaron, I also want to blame you for the dumb mistake I did which made it so we didn't have a YouTube video for last week's episode
2: i literally thought when you first sent that to me i literally thought oh he's just trying to make me feel better because he doesn't want that episode on youtube because of the shit i was saying
0: couldn't couldn't care less i literally just accidentally deleted the file from Streamyard, (laughs) and it was that thing where it was like they literally are like, "Are you sure you want to delete this? You can't get this back." And I was just like, "Yep." They're like, yeah. Like lizard brain. Just yep. I'm sure. Yep. And then it was just gone forever. And it uh, <laughs> it saved me hours. I went and did something more fun than
2: video editing. So that was yeah, pretty cool. Uh, just to make you feel better, I've done that with recording sessions where I used to Oof. not have as good a file management as I have now. You gotta have good file management. Yeah, quick. and so I would end up deleting unused regions oh. uh, because I'm in one session working on one song, and I mm-hmm. don't want all this extra buildup bogging me down. Mm-hmm. And then I go and open up the next another song, and because audio files got shared in one folder, uh, now all the all the music from that session is gone. Or very specific parts of it to where I would then be like, okay, well, the bass is no longer in the choruses. And I think I remember how it went. And so I would just play something myself.
0: Oh, wow. Because I got to fill go. it in. It's yeah. like,
2: fuck, I can't do this again. <laughs> <laughs>
0: you just you're just trying to convince the band like no i, I did a really interesting take so imagine a bassless like like there's no bass you know it's just like mm-hmm. a lot of higher notes mm-hmm. uh aaron um go for it so we're actually getting into that time of the year that is right basketball quacks that's you right will, is peeking around the corner that's right i saw some shit Peeking around the corner. Not much to say. Um, I mean, next time we're on the air, we will have a little bit of basketball talk. We don't fully go into basketball until football is over because that's just just the bricks, all right? That's just how it goes. Well, you know,
2: I do think it deserves at least 10 minutes to round up anything that's been on the news, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. Something like that. Is, or should we just figure if we've seen it, then everyone's seen it, so we just won't talk about it because we don't have opinions? Well, I'll bring it up a little bit
0: before we get into some Utah mm-hmm. talk here. Because yeah. sorry really not much going on right now. I'm still learning the team, you know. Uh, I Like, really, like a lot of Duck fans, my brain can only handle football right now. <laughs> I'll, I'll list what's
2: happening I while mean, it's happening. But, I dig um, it. It's tough you right know? now. I
0: mean, we're getting in the heat of it, too. There's four games left in the regular season, and, and, oh, so much at stake. But uh, what's not, there's not much stake happening in, uh, not, not too much at stake in the exhibition game we just had against Southern Oregon University women's basketball. That is right from Ashland, Oregon. They came to play us. And, if you've been following a lot of the social media for the Oregon women's basketball team, it's been a lot about just kind of re- you know getting the the team vibe back together. We've had a mm-hmm. lot of big-time transfers out in your Rogers, Tahina Pow Pow were the headliners there. This is now like Chance Gray's team. Chance Gray was a promising, very promising, freshman point guard last season— uh, got a lot of starting time, a lot of playing time in general. Uh, had times where she was just like completely on fire from deep. Um, like many times last season and like many of our players, there's there were some cold streaks, which ultimately hurt us. And uh, But the team really is built around like Chance Gray, Grace Van Sluten, another very promising freshman, who's also trying to enhance her three-point shooting game.
2: And I think she's cool as shit. Oh yeah, she's great.
0: See, I, I mean, there's I pinged also...
2: her at the beginning of last season. Mm-hmm. I feel like is like, whoa, she's secret ninja working. She's got some real good moves for someone yeah. her size. She's got she's still got
0: like a lot of speed. Yeah. and handles the ball well, and she's tough. Speaking of tough Filipina Che, God, these God are the three. Okay, hold on, Filipina Che does maybe yeah. doesn't deserve all that ire.
2: no sorry shit i just got shit all around me it's getting hung up on my chair i'm so sorry god damn it what's happening today uh aaron spilled coffee is what we're getting into um
0: so yeah those three is who are that's what we're trying to build the whole team out of really we do have some promising additions uh not like you know world breaking kind of things here like these aren't like uh, Five star recruits, top you know twenty players or anything like that, but they are promising. There, there is potential here. Um, this is still you know the best conference before it's dismantled in women's basketball. But um, uh, like we got the transfer guard Peyton Scott from Miami, Ohio. She's a, like a I believe a graduate student, and Sophia Bell. She's a freshman. Those were our starters. Our mm-hmm. starters just dominated Southern Oregon University, which is what you want to see. Um, in the first half, they were shoot. They held, uh, I believe it's the Southern Oregon University. I'm trying to remember. I think they're like the Red Hawks. I know that's Seattle, but eh, whatever. There's some kind of hawk or something like that. Raiders? I don't know. Um, sure. They're hawks, baby. They got Once held. a hawk, always a hawk. <laughs> I should know. I'm, I mean, I'm literally from Southern Oregon. But um, 31%, they held them to 31% shooting. At the half, they led 51-26. to 26. They led by as many as 34 early in the third quarter until the backups came in. That's basically what you want. There's not too much to take from this. It is an exhibition game. I would on- honestly like a higher final score than 76-55. Um, But Uh, still a dominating victory, so I don't know what to say, really. I Um, mean, I feel like we're still... Oh, the Raiders. They're the Raiders. Southern Oregon University Raiders.
2: I remember that. Um, You know, I feel like we are still in the afterburn of when an exhibition game would have been the Oregon Ducks take on the women's Olympic team. And beats the shit out of them. You know what I mean? (laughs) I
0: mean... It's unfortunate for all these teams that that's what we're comparing them to, but it's, that's yeah, what we're comparing Eric, them to.
2: Yeah, I mean, you still bring up uh, Mr. Mustachio from the '90s. You know, like you're gonna always. Mm. That's the worst part about going into competitive anything is mm. that you're always gonna get compared. And, I don't know who uh, you're really talking about. It sucks to be those players that you're talking about Mike get... Bellotti
0: or something, Mr. Mustachio from the 90s. Yeah, Mariota. Uh, Mariota's Uh is from uh my from like the 2010s and stuff like that. Oh, he's that, from but...
2: the 2010s? He's not from the <laughs> That dude looks like he came straight out of like fucking 1994.
0: Listeners, if you did if you needed another reminder that Aaron is in <laughs> Paying the closest attention to Oregon football. There there you go.
2: But knows enough. Knows uh,
1: enough.
2: I knew who
0: Marcus Mariota was. Uh, <laughs> kind of, yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, but, you know, that's – you got to – oh, speaking of greats, though, Sabrina Ionescu was in the stands for this. She, she was in Vegas? No, no. Uh, she wasn't – well, WNBA's done. First of all, she plays for New York Liberty. But yeah, well, she I've lost to Vegas. She lost to the Vegas Aces. Um, I just figured they were happening kind of at the same time. I don't know why. Yeah, well, WNBA's over, so she's yep. got plenty of time now. She even. lost. She did lose, unfortunately. She'll be there next year, though. She got to the championship. Um, but so I'm glad she's still, you know, being there, helping things out. We'll see, man. I, I'm oh, nervous. Oh, dude, she's. You know, uh, not for her, nervous for this team. Yeah. The talent I mean, is
2: depleting, I will say that. Oh, it's gone. Uh I mean, am I allowed to say now that I I do feel like there's a coaching situation that should be readdressed and readjusted? Am I well, still out of line for this stuff? I mean, I've been, you know, I've been being pretty You've been fencing
0: about it to Kelly Graves for a while. I just don't think Kelly Graves is going to get us to the top of the Pac-12, which is nope. very tough to do. Nope. But if that's your goal, that's your goal. And and I, I think he got really lucky having some of the best college basketball players, best class ever. And he has been good at getting a, a lot of talent on this team again, like restocking it, but they've all chosen to leave right. after having – unsuccessful seasons
2: so, so it's, it's a bit rough yeah is that the school just showing that they're not actually interested in promoting and pushing uh a betterment in women's sports is that coaching staff i think they're staying just not understanding how to communicate correctly with a new generation of people
0: i think with duck football for a long time they showed this trait of loyalty in in duck football as well of, like, let's, you know, keep with this coaching staff. In men's and women's basketball, um, once you've proven that you can get to a really high competitive level like Dana Altman and Kelly Graves have, Mm -hmm. um, it's been a while for both of them since they've been there. But, like, Dana Altman has done it. Like kind of consistently. It's been a while. He's been really injury plagued and even this year's squad mm-hmm. is we're already having injuries. Uh-huh. Just a little peek in the future there. But um I think they're willing to give the basketball coaches a lot of loyalty to see if they can get that blend of like oh and now all these players are like seniors now this is truly a gangbusters team that can compete for the pac 12 um well i'll tell you this man november 6 uh is the game is the day both teams will have their first official games the first week for both of them is november 6 at 6 p.m uh northern arizona women basketball will play them uh that should be a blowout as should the game two days later, November 8th at 6 p.m. against, uh, I think it's Arkansas Pine Bluff. I don't even fucking know. We should beat them, too. It should mm-hmm. not be a close game. That's the only way to judge those games. Meanwhile, men's basketball, a little bit tougher. I mean, first of all, on November 6th at 1.30 p.m., they play against Georgia. Don't know anything about the Georgia team. It'll be fun to learn about both these teams during that game. Mm -hmm. And then November 10th, they play against Montana Grizzly. So, there you go. Uh, Like, it's not crazy competition, but we'll cover those when they happen, and we'll learn a little bit more about where we're at. Hopefully, wins across the board. Aaron, I couldn't have been more excited – about that dominating win against Utah in Salt Lake City in front of their student section, breaking them over yep. our fucking knee. What do you now, think about it?
2: I I thought the games of the previous week and this week mm-hmm. could have been switched and made more sense to me. Oh, yeah. I can see you that. You know what I mean? Well, like the end score, the way we played, like – I assumed, fuck, I can't even remember who we played last week that it was weird. Wazoo. Wazoo. Yeah, that's right, Wazoo. Uh, You know, like, that's the game where I assumed we would have gone on what looked like a breezy first Mm -hmm. drive to an easy seven points. Mm -hmm. That should have been in Wazoo, right? We should have maybe had, you assumed you would have had a bit more trouble in the first half against a utah team but no apparently not this game i had no uh apprehension i had no fears <laughs> or worries i was like this team is so bad they're not even going to be able to injure us accidentally you know what i mean
0: it <laughs> was say, like they, yeah s-
2: they don't hit they well, get clobbered on they, they had that hit.
0: one good hit they that's if you're going to give them They had that good hit that forced the fumble
2: from Bucky. Oh, you know, uh, I was too busy uh, being aggravated at the announcers for that to concern me either. I get you.
0: Well, I mean, it goes to show you, like, because that could have been a moment, like, if this was going to be a close game, stuff like that was going to be the reason why. Whereas, like, Utah's defense, that is definitely their strong side of the ball, clearly offensively. Anyone who's been watching this team over these weeks, um, w- uh, you would have to say they are struggling offensively for all these reasons. I would reason. even
2: say I would say sure, maybe their defense is okay, but it's yeah. not like it ever gave us any real troubles. Not we were us. Able, no, <laughs> it was as if we. It was as if we already knew how they were going to do everything, and so. You also know with that, you're not going to get every single one. Mm. But as long as we just keep doing these things, we'll always get our points. That's just...
0: The ease in which we marched down the field on that first drive Bro. was insanely impressive. And I know it's like those are the scripted drives, but yeah. it was still impressive as hell. Also,
2: uh, the big thing to me. Thank bejeebus there wasn't one billion flags because this game also just seemed like it took about 30 minutes to play. You know what I mean? (laughs) Yeah. Like, I looked up at one point, I was like, damn, we're almost halfway through the second quarter? Yeah. And I'm like, I'm just, you know, it's one of those games where you just feel good about the day because Mm -hmm. it's just going so well that you're like... Just enjoying life experience of watching a football game, and next thing you know, the game is over. Well, and then that was the other thing is,
0: like, the one moment really, it was early, in which you were like, oh, this is a little bit of a scary situation, was definitely, so we score the touchdown, six plays, 75 yards, yeah, under three minutes, bing, bing, boom. They, on their first drive of the game, go 10 plays, go 50 yards, but then on fourth and one are stuffed, which that felt awesome. Yeah. On the next play is when Bucky Irving gets uh, just lit up by Junior Tafuna, one of their best players. Yeah. Um, and fumbles he, he the ball. He had a
2: great day. It
0: was a, well, a great play at least. Yeah, he had a great day overall. Like I've sure. seen some. Uh, yeah, there was he was making plays. Yeah, but then we hold them to a field goal when they right. start on our own twenty-seven yard line. And then on our next drive, go nine plays, seventy-five yards again, three minutes twenty-seven seconds. So it just felt like, okay, that was that was our blunder. Like that sucks. That's something that rarely happens. Yeah. We rarely turn over the ball. Bucky Irving like never turns over the ball, right? And another thing that I loved was so pre- pretty quickly after that because then we force the interception. Uh, you know, yeah. Ty- Tysheem Johnson's one of two. It picks that game, Fuckin and in, dude. and then we score another touchdown. And at that point, <laughs> the game at that point the game is over. day calls garbage time on it, like pretty dang close, twenty one to three with this offense with Bryson Barnes, you know, the pig farmer, yeah. being their quarterback. Which p- power to him for you know going out there giving it his all. But it's just clear, it's like. Him without an elite tight end, with no, honestly, no good receivers, um, with just so much injury everywhere on this team. Yeah. He was not going to be able to rally back down
2: 18. It just wasn't wasn't the worst. No, and the immediate exodus of the fan base was like... Oh, yeah. In Salt Lake City game day? Yeah. Oh, boy. (laughs) Yeah. Now, I you know, it. I have to say... What's that? This is where I agree with the guy that... And then we'll uh, go to
0: commercial break
2: after, yeah, after this. This is so. where I agree with the guy that uh, decided he would try to uh, shame me on Twitter. <laughs> he really got you. Is that... Uh, do you not realize you just paid money for a ticket to a game? Like, you spent money... For something that lasts a certain amount of time. I'm sorry it's not going your way and that your boys aren't doing their dominating thing. Mm -hmm. Uh, But why are you leaving early? Use the money. Fucking A. You also probably spent money on food and beer while you were there and then you just leave? Yeah. And also, you should be there to support your guys in person for the full three hours. Mm -hmm. After the fact, go ahead and critique whoever you want to. But while they're playing, don't just walk away because they're having a bad day and you're upset about it.
0: Yeah. As Aaron has always said, always support your team no matter what. Mm -mm. Mm
2: I just said. I just said. After the fact, sure, go ahead and critique because the game is now over and everyone knows who's fucked up and so we can all talk about it. Fine. Fine. But go. while they're there, don't, you know, it's like, uh, what game was it where the crowd started booing our own team and then the coach was screaming at him? I remember, remember I remember it was, it ended up being a win. I remember it was
0: Mario Cristobal saying, I don't want to hear any more booing at Austin. Yeah, so. I yeah, remember yeah, yeah, that's what it was. It was definitely um, Anthony Brown. Yep.
2: Yeah. I I don't don't remember what game, though. And to that, I say I do kind of agree with that. While we're all here, Uh we need to be building as much positive energy and focusing it on the only 12 people in the whole of this area Mm -hmm. who need it. 11 people, yeah. We are the 12. We are the 12 Oh, that's right. We are the 12. Yeah. However, when the game is over and we have lost... Yes. Because it's three points. Well, it's time to do some critiquing. Time to burn <laughs> this motherfucker down. Yeah. <laughs> all right. That being
0: said, I'm going to need all 12 of our listeners yeah, baby. <laughs> to focus their energy on what this commercial is truly telling you to do and oh, buying no. what they are telling you to buy. I'm gonna I really put, hope it's not Scientology. Put your mind's eye. It is Scientology. I, I, I don't know who this week. It could be Scientology. Whoever it is, you just need to go with it, all right? It doesn't matter if it's against your religion or political view or your ethics. Just buy whatever this commercial tells you to. Yeah. That being said, quack, quack. We'll see you when we come back. Well, Aaron, hate to say it, but the time machine is broken.
2: I mean, this whole thing was running off the power of your cell phone. And obviously, when we hit 1894, there's no longer cell service or Wi-Fi connection, so...
0: Not gonna lie, I did not think this through. God almighty, Adam, what are we supposed to do now? I mean, we're in Eugene, Oregon in 1894. We could check out the very first duck game. Maybe it's a good thing.
2: No, it's not good. Look, we've already been here for about five days, and the very first thing I learned living in Eugene, Oregon, is that shows have been banned that are quote-unquote unchaste and demoralizing. And that's kind of the only kind of content we know how to make, dude.
0: We can review every duck season as it happens.
2: Even the children here are freaky.
0: Then post it on the Quack12 Patreon in the future.
2: I mean, it's just really hard to not spoil, you know, tragic national events.
0: Imagine it, a weekly show dedicated to Oregon football history with two charismatic time-traveling stoner hosts.
2: We live in the most expensive house in Eugene, and it's a fucking shack.
0: And the most beautiful thing about it, we can charge them a measly five bucks in the future, and when we get it in the past, we'll be freaking millionaires comparatively. And I'm talking robber baron status, baby.
2: Adam, I make bugs fight in a shoebox just to simulate television.
0: All listeners would have to do is go to patreon.com quack12 and sign up for hundreds of hours of duck entertainment.
2: But the hooch is good. In fact, it's kind of got me wanting to try my my own hand at it.
0: That's right. For a measly $5 a month, that's patreon.com slash quack12. Now let's go watch them lemon yellows give those hay seeds what for.
2: And keep your eye out for Dr. Schroeder's blueberry wine.
0: And we are back on quack. Quack, quack, quack. Oh, Aaron! Can you believe for a measly five dollars a month, people can help us make uh, new episodes of this podcast and get access to hundreds of hours of Oregon Ducks entertainment? I absolutely can't believe
2: it, and I would dare say uh, we should start putting more of this stuff behind the paywall so that they will be forced to give us money. Because that's all I care about is forcing my will upon others. Well, that's, that's a uh, true, capitalist. True. That's
0: true. You've you've always been the capitalist. I'm the commie of the pod. That's that's the chemistry. That's the odd couple thing that's coming here. Uh, Now, let's get into someone who knows his Oregon Ducks. Resident film reviewer and managing editor over at Addicted to Quack. Hifliday, how is it going, my man? I'm well. How are you? I'm doing good. That was a beatdown. That was a satisfying, wonderful beatdown. Felt familiar at this point. Aaron and I were just talking about how there was that one, mo- I mean, there was the fumble in the beginning of the game, but what gave you just so much assurance that's like, oh, okay, yeah, no, the Ducks got this, is they they hold him to a field goal, and then they just march down the fields yet again. And... We were also saying, anyone who's watched this Utah team, and as we said last week, this is not a team built right now to come back from a two-score lead against a decent defense. And it kind of felt like...
1: they weren't able to come back from a one-score lead. No.
0: (laughs) I mean, it it was an absolutely dominant game, and and, uh, it, it felt awesome, honestly. So in that environment, it, it felt nice how quickly this game went into garbage time.
2: Which, yeah, Day when was that? When was what? Garbage time. When did it begin?
1: Oh, uh, 35 to 6.
2: Yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, that was I, the
1: final <laughs> score, but I mean, you know, yeah. when, when the score became 35 to 6, just right. the, okay. the rest of it was just shouting.
0: <laughs> well, and I loved Bo Nix still getting heated still, like, you know, yelling at players who weren't running the right route or, like, letting, uh, you know, people through the line or something like that. Like, he was still very much in it. I love that we kept them scoreless in the second half of the Mm. damn game. Yart. And even the fourth quarter, I was – I felt better about, like, us keeping them to zero points than us even scoring like i, I just enjoyed how yeah. critical it all was you
1: know I, I i watched the garbage time uh just because you know the, the this game actually didn't have that many like meaningful snaps in it i, like, I think it was only yeah. you know about 40 on both sides of the ball something like or in that territory and uh so just because like you know i didn't have anything else you know better to do because i was waiting for the uh the Cal USC tape to finish encoding. Um, like, yeah, because <laughs> that game on the other hand had like 17 possessions for each team. Um, I
0: rewatched that uh, again, just because uh, I was like, I need, I need to rewatch that game. So I watched like the 35 minute version of the clips of the Cal USC game. And that is truly one of those kinds of shootouts where you're like, both these teams suck. And I'm mm. actually getting angrier every every touchdown I see. I'm getting angrier at both of these teams. Yeah, uh,
1: yeah. <laughs> so amazing. my uh, my video encoder because the uh, the Pac-12 network is is native 1080, but only 30 frames per second. Actually, it's 29.97, mm. which is a
2: fucking disgusting yeah it, 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 it is
1: i don't know if you're joking aaron As like i don't you're kind of an av nerd so i can never really tell well yeah no 20 like, 29.97 is old yeah i know it's stupid um anyway <laughs> but... it's like the video encoder doesn't like it anyway the uh right so it was taking a long time with it so i was like well i guess i'll just watch some of this garbage time and uh first of all i i could definitely tell the players wanted another 42 to 6 game like, mm-hmm. you yeah, know. Um, Absolutely. like they or they just was sort of like, I think they knew that they were kind of being sloppy there in the third quarter and they wanted to be like, no, no, I want another chance to like clean up this stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, And and, uh, and I thought it was. I thought it was clear from watching garbage. Here sure, I am talking about garbage time, you know. But whatever, <laughs> fuck yeah. Uh, like I thought it, and I'm going to talk about like psychological stuff, which you know. So two different things Dude, that I it's never an episode designed about. for me. Uh, <laughs> I I thought it was fairly clear that the coaches called the dogs off. You know, mm. like the the coaches were like, "Not cool, guys." Um, you know, they were but, really they were really taking down the play clock, and then Utah. Sort of by the same token, like look at their final possession; they just sort of kneel it out. They're not, yeah. they're not like going crazy trying to get like a, you know, a last minute score, you know, to to make mm-hmm. it you know more respectable or anything like that. I, I really sort of detected, you know, what I I think was probably some mutual respect between both of those staffs. Um, and I think a lot, you know, most of I think a lot, you know, the posturing in college football or, or like the, the fan speculation about like, Oh, this coaching staff doesn't like this other coaching staff or, you know, Oh, mm-hmm. look what this good, this guy said. Like, I think that's a lot of kayfabe, you know, like, I think that's mm-hmm. like the, you know, the, the world wrestling Federationification of like American discourse and like what you need yeah. for fan engagement and stuff, which a lot of think I, I just like, this is like either, either for the benefit or fans are just like wholly invented by fans but like Mm -hmm. they're still humans um and and i still think that like it's still probably the case that different staffs probably relate to each other in different ways and i i i i I thought i was detecting like oregon was like we're not going to do the 42 point thing um and utah was like we're not going to try to do the like you know get 12 points at the end of the game thing either. You know, I just, really we're... wish we would have done 42-6 though. I'm I mean it was definitely within Oregon's power to do so. Like Ugh. and if they had like in the early phase of garbage time the third quarter had they like executed a little less sloppily, you know, before Oregon's coaching staff, you know, really said, "Hey guys, knock it off." Um <laughs> like that they, they they easily would have done so. But yeah, there were actually some execution, you know, you know, now it was in garbage time. So I don't care. Um, yeah. but like, yeah, I mean, for, it's not like, oh, they hit a wall. Like, nah. You know. Yeah. Uh, it, I mean, we had a early turnover
0: and we did have some problems. That, uh, for, that like was procedural. a procedural turnover. That isn't yeah. really,
1: uh, you know, the, the procedural stuff, like, yeah, that's yeah. just, you know, this, this line kind of, they get, when they get yelled at, they, you know, when when they when they go to like, I mean, it's just, it's clear as day on the, you know, they 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 don't they don't they they commit more procedural penalties in, on the road than they do at home, like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's sort of the defining quality of home field advantage, you know? <laughs> yeah. But, like, this yeah. line's not immune to it. I guess I'd put it that way. Mm-hmm. Um, the fumble's a freak occurrence. It's not even really worth your time uh, to discuss. It's just an absolute, like, lightning strike yeah. freak event. Um, y- you know, uh, uh, it is worth saying. It's not like the defense really gave in a yard. Like, they, the, where the <laughs> fumble occurred, like, they were already in field goal range. You know, so it's not like it's not even like the the defense gave up that field goal. You know, like Utah was getting a field goal no matter the instant that fumble happened. Utah was getting three points, Um, so like I don't even think it's fair to say the defense gave up those three. You know. The, uh, you know, really what I think, uh, you know, about this game, you know, there's, I sort of, you know, when I'm writing my article or doing the film today, I, like, I sort of insulate myself from a lot of the commentary. And so like today, you know, since I published my article this morning, I sort of come up from mirror and look at sort of uh, like a lot of the, you know, the commentary, or actually I did a little bit of it. I was listening to JT's podcast, you know, when I was, mm-hmm. um, I was, I was making Chili verde on Sunday morning after my run. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. It came out nice. Um, the, uh, a little bit of hominy to, uh um to to you know absorb as a little some of the acidity leftover acidity. from oh, yes. mm. the teas uh, mm. <laughs> a mm. little NPR time. Well I love n- it. Nixtamalized corn you know because the lie, it's anyway. basic. And uh, anyway, the uh, <laughs> yeah.
2: Thank you. Anyway, well, the
1: tomatillos are highly acidic. Anyway, uh-huh. the, well, it's, it's because after the acid bath of the tomatillos, which breaks down the pork, you then put in the hominy at the end when the extra, you know, basicness of the lie, you know, it cuts down on the the extra acidity. That's this around. is what
0: you get when it's a beat down. We anyway, have time to talk about this stuff.
1: Yeah, yeah. I sort of look. I'll put it this way. You know, lots of Oregon fans are like, this was the most complete game of like of course it was you know utah's not a very good opponent right yeah you know they this is one of half the, you know like yeah. uh, look uh, like uh, you know the ap voters please don't listen to me Co- college football playoff committee which is coming out with your rankings tonight don't listen to me utah's the greatest opponent in the world you know really mm-hmm. um but like if you watched film yeah no, because like if you I, watch really, highlights, like, like if, not, if you
0: watched highlights, you should know this, honestly. And, and like, I mean,
1: honestly, they the you know really what this team was, you know, they, they, it was a lot of grit, uh, Rice Eccles Stadium, and a, a pretty good defensive line. Um, yeah. The the there's Utah has structural problems up and down that team. Um, they have, and like the injuries on offense, you know, like, really exacerbated. Like, obviously, when you lose your quarterback, that is a big, flippin' deal. Like, I'm not... I mean, obviously. Like, you know, nothing more needs to be said about that. And then, losing all the tight ends in an Andy Ludwig offense. I mean, I was... I can't remember if it was this podcast or a different one. It's more significant, actually, to the structure of Andy Ludwig's offense to lose all his tight ends than his quarterback in the sense that if he... Like, if he just had one or the other... Like, like if he had Cam rising, but he lost all his tight ends, he would be running this offense, you know, with all the like intricate pre-snap shifts and like different uh, run schemes and different, you know, passing stuff. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, he would have changed his offense for having lost the tight ends, but still having Cam rising. On the other hand, if it was the other way around. And he had Bryson Barnes, but his full slate of tight ends. He would run the standard Andy Ludwig offense. It wouldn't be as good, but like he wouldn't have changed the offense. So in that sense, like in terms of structure of the offense stuff, the losing the tight ends was more significant than losing Cam Rising. But but that you know that you know having noted those two things, and those two things are highly significant to Utah's offensive production, um, like. Highly significant and and the structure of Utah's offense and therefore the ways that Oregon had to scheme, you know, for it. And, you know, yes, it's also true that Utah in recent weeks had been beating people with their offense because, to my surprise, Andy Ludwig, you know, had actually dealt with the fact that he like had to change his offense because those tight ends were out, like in ways that were much more creative than I would have ever given him credit for. Mm-hmm. Um, You know, like, it's kind of crazy that he had to, like, pay this horrible price or actually his players getting hurt because pain hurts, uh, you know, (laughs) is what paid the price for him to, like, learn, hey, you can do different stuff, Andy. And, like, I've been really critical of Andy Ludwig for, like, going on 20 years now because, like, I think the the normal offense that he wants to run is a very predictable offense. And I've also been very critical of defensive coordinators for not predicting and shutting it down because I think that's easy to do I an idiot and an amateur can point at all the ways that you do that um mm-hmm. and, and so any DC that does it, I'm like oh, you should give me your salary because I'd do your job better than you uh, <laughs> uh but anyway like I was very surprised by how well Andy Ludwig um you know given given that he couldn't run his normal strategy like came up with new and creative stuff like the you know the intricate pre-snap ships using wide receivers in unconventional ways um, you using Sione Vaki the safety. And so, like, I was actually genuinely surprised by all of that and sort of, like, gave Andy Ludwig a lot of attaboys for that. Um, He's also going against Cal and USC, but yes. Yes, this is true. And, like, a lot of the stuff that he'd do, to be a little more specific, a lot of the stuff that he was doing was like, okay, my quarterback can't throw more than about five yards downfield accurately. So how do I... How do I create big plays from that? Well, I need to get the defense out of the way so that that five-yard throw down the sideline, like there's no defender in the way for the next 20 yards so that he can run down the, you know. So how do I do that? Well, it's a series of intricate pre-snap motions to 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 make that happen. And so to his credit, you know, he did that. And then also to uh, Cal and USC's shame, they fell for it. <laughs> um, so then, but then what happens in this game is that he sort of shot his wad like Tosh LePoy watched that film and they were ready for it and then also uh Andy Ludwig so a you know credit to Tosh LePoy. I I know I was sort of sounding like Oregon didn't do anything special but they sort mm. of did you know like that, that you know they they knew all those tricks and if you read my article I have several examples that I think were really cool of him like hey, he knew it was coming, and the dude didn't get fooled. Like There's this one of Jaleel Florence I really love, or the whole play. It's super, super clear how the whole play is meant to get the entire defense running in one direction, and then the plays goes the other direction, but Jaleel Florence ain't fooled. He runs with the dude. He runs through the wash. He doesn't get caught up in the wash. He tracks that dude, and he makes the tackle. It's like a one-yard gain. It's like you can see clear as day. Mm -hmm. This is what Andy Ludwig was trying to do, or was ready for it jaleel florence was a better athlete and he made the play and it's just like bam you know if anybody like doubts a that chocla is a good defensive coordinator and he came prepared for that shit or b that oregon doesn't have superior athletes like that i mean that play alone ought to put it to rest but then i put like four more you know like really put it to rest so all of that is cool. But then I also had to admit in my article, I was looking for... I, I, I thought this was going to be like game three of more creativity. And instead it wasn't. Like he really didn't have any more tricks in, up his sleeve. Fair enough. And I was Easy. like, oh man. So like in that sense, like this outcome was sort of like, well, if Andy doesn't have any new new stuff and he's going up against a defense that's actually ready to play, like... Yeah. Yeah. Honestly, I uh, I would love... It's unlikely.
0: I would love to play Utah in the Pac-12 championship game. (laughs) What it would take is them beating ASU, which... Hey, that is a living, breathing defense. If there ever mm. has been one, pretty solid, honestly. Like they're mm. fun to watch. Just got to win. Um, and then Washington, I don't know. which
2: Hitchley doesn't seem to agree. I mean, well, they've
1: <laughs> they have a defense. They, I mean, they have a defense that is correct. Out. Okay. Yes, I'll say that. Um,
0: which could be could be enough to stop Utah's offense. Um, okay. Number five, Washington. And that is also a correct statement, Adam. <laughs> Washington is like. And it should tell playing you something about USC
1: and Cal's defenses. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow.
0: Washington is playing down to everybody right now. Mm-hmm. Then they play against Arizona. That's actually at Arizona. That's going to be a tough one. Mm-hmm. And then uh, against
1: Colorado. Yeah, which... game of the year, maybe, between the teams yeah. that you wouldn't have ever guessed, huh? No. The Territorial Cup. <laughs> And it's I mean, not it's... like these two teams <coughs> like each other.
0: It's 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 possible, you know. And if if Oregon, Oregon, I love State's the territorial cut,
1: man. Those guys that mm-hmm. th- those guys got their priorities straight. Uh, pr- <laughs> uh, like here, here's uh, Arizona uh, history. Uh, 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 priority one: establish football teams. Priority two: become a state. <laughs> i i am this
0: season has made me realize like i'm gonna miss those arizona schools more than i thought i would i love these guys i mean they, they play some at times terrible football to watch but they, they've they been fun to talk about this season uh yeah so this game i don't i don't know i feel like we've already <laughs> covered about everything well, no, i would is, say about this i mean that's
1: i mean that's one side of the ball uh the the there there is something else uh or there's a couple other things to be said Mm -hmm. on on the other side of the ball when Oregon had on offense which is that like it but also like uh, this was like foreordained and predicted and written and I know that it was predicted and written because I predicted it and I wrote it (laughs) um and hell I I wrote this over the summer you know when I was writing my roster preview of Utah is that like and like boy Utah fans didn't want to hear it and they have not wanted to own up to it in the post game um the back end of Utah's defense sucks Mm. like their secondary is bad um Mm. like I don't just mean like they're lacking athletes but They kind of do lack athletes Um, like there. I mean, that's all over my article, like where Oregon is winning through athleticism, because those clips are useful um, for Oregon fans going forward. Like, you know, let us compare where Oregon's, you know, just natural physical talent is compared to this other, you know, team. Um, but what the clips that I left out of my review article, but which I was including in my preview article because it's relevant for, you know, for predicting the game, and which like I think Utah's next opponent is Arizona State, so like my counterpart in Tempe, which. Uh, I mean, probably doesn't exist, but if she Mm -hmm. did, like what she (laughs) would be doing is like looking at this game and saying and previous Utah games and saying, holy shit, there are a lot of coverage busts um, from Utah's defense. Like, and I don't just mean when I say coverage bust, I don't just mean like the dude is trying to cover this guy he knows where he's supposed to be but like ah shoot he's just not fast enough or ah you know he thought he was going left but the dude went right ah damn he got juked or whatever that's not what i'm talking about when i say coverage busts or when i'm talking about like man zone assignment confusion i'm not talking about like ah man he just got beat i'm talking about like he ran to the wrong area or like he 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 thought he was supposed to be covering that dude but actually you're supposed to be covering that dude or you thought Mm. he was supposed to be that zone and instead you're supposed to be covering that zone. That stuff is all over Utah's film and mm. I put lots of clips of that in my Friday article. Now you don't see that stuff in my my Tuesday article because it's not That's not useful for the Ducks going forward because they're not playing Utah, you know, ever again. So, like, who cares that the, you know, from a Ducks perspective, it doesn't matter that Utah had all those coverage busts. But, like, Arizona State's film reviewer would care. Arizona State ought to be looking at those clips and and saying, like, Uh oh, my God. Mm -hmm. You know, so anyway, as a a way of uh, sort of explaining why, like, here's a stat that you'll see in my article. Um, Oregon's first 25 play calls only nine of them are runs Mm. like it's 16 to to nine or a, a 64 36 split a pass to run and really those runs they're really just when they get to the red zone and the defense compresses um and so, like everybody who's been going on and on and on all you know weekend about like, oh, what a physical! You know, Oregon was the, out physical them. Like this was a three yards and a cloud of dust game. Like, 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 like both of these teams were just like three yards and a cloud of dusting each other. And Oregon was getting actually four yards, but Utah was only getting two yards. And so that's why that's not that doesn't describe this game at all. Like mm. that's not you know, Oregon came out throwing, and the reason that Oregon came out throwing was that they did pretty much exactly what I told them to do. I mean, not that they listened to me, but when people would ask me, like, how would you game plan this? They did exactly what I suspected they would do, which is neutralize Utah's pass rush because their pass rush is the entirety of their pass defense. Mm-hmm. And then just pick apart their really problematic secondary. And that's what they did. And so it's like, all you know, and, and that's why they, you know, hey, that first drive, right? It's like all passing, Right. And it's I mean, we talked
2: about it earlier. It's just like the easiest breezy looking thing ever. (laughs) Well, (laughs) the
1: reason why it was easy breezy is because and why other teams weren't easy breezy all the time is because, you know, other teams weren't able to stand up to Utah's pass rush as effectively as Oregon's offensive line was, because guess what, Cal and you know usc and oregon state and other and baylor and florida and the fcs team and ucla guess what they don't have oregon's offensive line and so jonah ellis and connor o'toole uh and logan fano when they still had him would like eat their lunches and the quarterback Mm -hmm. would be on his ass and so it didn't matter how bad the secondary was you know those quarterbacks and then on top of that a lot of those quarterbacks just sucked um Like, so if you have a good offensive line and and a good quarterback, like, yeah, he's going to pick apart you know, uh, you know, that secondary, because he's going to have like two seconds in the pocket, which is all he needs, um, you know, to, to find a hole in that secondary. And so it's like, that's the other thing that's sort of like, you know, when I was going to find like clips or, you know, cause I, you know, I gotta, I gotta say something negative about the ducks, right? Like nobody ever plays a perfect game. So it's like, well, what were some of the things that go, that went wrong in this game? You know, the number one thing that was going wrong for the, for Oregon in this game, number one thing that was going wrong. You want to (laughs) guess? Well,
0: I mean, for me personally, I would think uh, false starts or something like well, that. That's what I was going to go with. Yeah,
1: like. it, actually, to be fair, yes. I mean, it was Rice-Eccles. Y- y- yeah, Rice-Eccles yeah. stuff. But I, I'm, like, excluding that. I, I mean, like, stuff. Excluding w- if, that. If the play actually happened, um, <laughs> what, what, what was the stuff that was going wrong? I mean, there were some dropped passes, I guess. Yes, there were There were two that I considered to be dropped passes. But mm-hmm. m- more than that, more than that whoa what's that those are the guesses i got in here. nicks making bad decisions interesting for all the yeah. people who are like wow, oh wow. man bo nicks is the greatest quarterback you know and, and i really just feel like there's some industrial strength copium going on from the utah fan base who are like well of course you've seen the billboard right we, well i i know <laughs> man i like good g- 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 you know sure give him the, you know this is the year uh g- you know g- give him the damn trophy uh uh but like, you know, for all the for all the folks who are like, oh, well, of course, Utah lost, you know, to the greatest quarterback, you know, ever who has like, you know, 50 million starts like it was just inevitable. This was this was fate. You know, I still believe that Utah has a really great pass defense. It was just the bone bone just is an irresistible force. And I'm like, dude you are not facing up to reality. You know, like, yes, Bo Nix is good. He was not perfect. He was actually the single biggest person making mistakes, you know, for Oregon. Um, There's clips of my article illustrating it, and I left stuff on the cutting room floor. He ain't perfect. Um, The, 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 you know, what he was doing was exploiting, you know, big problems in the secondary. Those big problems in the secondary were obvious to me for quite some time. I wrote about him in June. Or whenever Mm. it is, I wrote my summer preview article of Utah. So anyway, this is all going back to the very first thing you said, you know, Adam, which was like, wasn't this predictable? And the answer was like, yeah, because like Utah has a bunch of like structural long-term problems. They have structural long-term problems in their secondary, in their wide receiver core, in their offensive line, in their play caller um, that they've just like failed to address for years. And uh, and like all of them were laid bare, you know, in this game when Oregon, a complete team came into town. And so, like, yeah, the outcome of this game was obvious because that's what happens when a complete team plays an incomplete team. Um, Can we talk psychology really quick? Sure, Okay, so we now
2: know that he's he made mistakes throughout the game. I mean, like, he's, like,
1: overwhelming. I'm just saying, like, of, of the of things that you wrong, could
2: say were
1: problems. Bo would n-
2: you say that um, his reaction you know like at the end when he was really still getting huffy puffy about like you go here blah 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 would you say that was overcompensation because that was something that the team was aware of and so he needed to like
1: oh, oh no you... oh i don't okay. know i i i don't think anything like that i just mean that like look man he's oh okay Number one, qu- quarterbacks are humans. Humans make mistakes. Number two, yeah. he's still a young man. Like uh, you know, uh, and number three, like quarterbacks are just central to football teams. You, you know, he's the only guy other than the center who catches the ball. M- inherently make the most. Well, yeah, just in absolute terms. You know, the guy who touches the ball the most is in absolute terms going to make the most mistakes. You know, I'm just saying that the idea that he played like unconscious, the idea that he played like a 100 percent, you know, game. It's like, no, he played like an A minus game. Oh, shit. So, okay, what were the um, top? Did he make three mistakes? Yeah, I made five mistakes.
2: Okay, and the top three would be what? Just missing um, who to actually uh, go. He to? made a
1: he made a well t- two of them that appear in my article were uh, he made a, a um, an RPO mistake um, in which he 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 pulled the ball and threw a screen pass when he should have handed the ball off to the running back. Um, okay. Uh, another one uh, is he just immediately throws the ball to Tez Johnson on a third down and is just like you make a play, dude, and then they make the tackle and Oregon has some fun. and and it's like you should have gone further down your progression and hit Troy Franklin on this uh on, on this comeback route who's coming mm-hmm. open um there's a wait
2: real follow-up question yeah. though in the first example where he threw it instead of running it was it still a completion for positive yardage no it was a okay
1: it was a, well I may have gotten one yard but no it was a screen pass it was a, it's an RPO screen where okay. it, it it's there's three different options actually i think just two because I, I don't think he's allowed to keep the ball on it but like where it's he can hand off and the running back would run to the right um uh, or he pulls the ball and throws the screen pass to the trips to the left right and he makes the decision to pull the ball and and throw the screen pass to the trips to the left well because of the way that the linebacker is moving it's a three over three to the trips, and so, like, mm-hmm. that screen is doomed. Well, Bo, you're staring at that linebacker, and you're staring at the defensive end. They're giving you a re- uh, a run read. Right. Hand the ball off, Bo, you know? So, like, that was a mistake. Okay, uh, interesting. And, and, like, and so, and there's a couple others, uh, you know, where so it's, So, they're almost like, really invisible, well kind of
2: if you if you're me they're invisible sure. mistakes that you they're, don't realize until you break down dig, yes. digits. yes
1: yeah well yeah but that's i mean that's my job that's the game yeah 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 and there's a couple others where it's like yeah i wouldn't have made that throw like sh- you should have gone further down the progression or like no the throws there, are not there you know and like i'll i'll forgive him if there's you know if there's pass pressure coming you know it's like oh I gotta get this ball out but it's like if there's no pressure if he's got a clean pocket and it's like no don't make that if you don't, if you, if there's no pressure coming and you got time to get to a better throw, then you should take the time to go to a better throw. And so, you know, I dinged him for a couple of those. Uh, and it's like, look, man, every quarterback does like, I'm not saying like, oh my God, Bonix played a terrible game. I'm saying like, that's the difference between like the, the, oh my God, unconscious, unconscious, like, you know, 100%, you know, superhuman, you know, play. And just like, uh, you know, a very good quarterback who, you know, made a couple of mistakes, which is like normal, you know, mm-hmm, like right. w- like I'm not saying anybody should get in a twist about it like at all. I'm just using it. I'm, th- I'm really what I'm doing, just throwing it in Utah fans faces yeah. because Utah fans <laughs> were using. Uh, uh, you know, uh, nix's performance as though it were this otherworldly, superhuman event, as a way of right. not confronting the have, their defensive problems when really they need to grow up and do that.
2: I have one other question because it's something I've been thinking about for a little bit, and you sparked my memory. And then we can continue to move on. Yeah. Sorry for taking up everyone's please, time. Please
1: do, Aaron. All right, this is the best uh, part of the show.
2: This might be stupid. Would you say? I feel like it was either this game or last week's game. He overthrew the ball is what the announcer said. He overthrew it. But Mm -hmm. then they also made a comment to where he was apparently noting to the receiver, you need to be running faster.
1: Oh, well,
2: (laughs) okay. And (laughs) it's like, is that something, because I've seen in other games, he has a tendency to want to overthrow it, Mm. maybe. But, you know, it's like, is there more to what's the story here? I don't know.
1: Um, i they're all uh, uh, uh. I do not notice a particular pattern about underthrows, overthrows, or what. They're all sort of their own unique things. I think uh-huh. in the Washington State game that you may be referencing, um, mm-hmm. there's a play in which the commentator is talking about, like, oh, Nick should have placed it in this particular area um, instead of that area, while the wazoo defender has his hand inside the nameplate of <laughs> Troy Franklin and yanking him to the ground and 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 Wihuen you know just says to elroy, uh yeah, also there's the ignored d p i jackass um <laughs> mm-hmm. so like yeah i I sort of discounted that one um." So uh, and then in this game, the one where he gives the it was so cute, the little hurry up, like dude, you need to run faster, which he yeah, says right. to like three star, uh, you know, uh, Kelly. Um, yeah. Is, oh, it was a three star
2: kid, so it is somebody who's like maybe you could be a little faster. Yeah. Just yeah. like
1: <laughs> why? Why aren't you a four star? Is basically what he's saying oh, to him. Yeah. <laughs> Man. Yeah. Usually it'd be like oh, okay. a
2: Patrick Herber yeah, or yeah. Terrence Ferguson. I that mean, role. so Nick, yeah. given be the, up the coverage, maybe just a little bit of. A little teammate razzery, really. Given
1: the coverage, okay, we didn't really get a really good look at that throw. It looked to me like Knicks placed that ball correctly so that a really fast receiver would just dust the coverage, run under it, catch it, and have a touchdown. mm -hmm. I am not really sure... That uh number eighty one is that tight end. Yeah. And so therefore, I'm not really sure if that was a reasonable thing to ask of him. Uh-huh. Um and and right. but I don't know. Maybe on Bo the other hand, <laughs> maybe maybe if he placed the ball more where he should have expected 81 to be, then that would give the defender a chance to make a play on the ball, and that's an interception okay. risk. Right, so right. I don't know. Maybe that was the best place to play. To 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 place it, I right. I, it's hurt It's really hard for me to say without having a better like camera angle. To be okay. honest,
2: I mean, I I'm gonna go with the fact that now that I know it was a three star, this was more of Bo kind of being like the. And now I'm gonna let go of you. You're on yeah. the bicycle on your own now. Can well, yeah. you stay on?
1: <laughs> I, I mean, like, immediately afterwards, Brock Hewitt on the commentary was just like, man, cor- we quarterbacks are super greedy. <laughs> We're just like, yeah. why yeah. can't everyone be right. any- <laughs> like right. he does the that. Olympic track athletes that I want them to be <laughs> so that I can score all the points? I want all yeah. the points. But that's,
0: that's what you want out of them. Absolutely. Yeah. I love it. All right, uh we ready to bury this
2: game in favor of the picks here? Very good. Okay. Sure. Here we yeah, go. I feel like I got all of my great little questions. Uh, oh, wait, I just wanted to make one more comment. Uh, it was earlier when Hithleday was talking about uh, we were just able to sniff out everything they were trying to do offensively. Mm-hmm. There was um, a run play that they did that I enjoyed because right before the snap... They're like, you know, they're in the big camera that's like Mm -hmm. looking, sees the whole field. And so you can see the Oregon uh, sideline, and you see... um, Connor Stallions. now. No, you see the coach (laughs) go like this. He kind of leans forward, and it's like he's in the bottom left-hand corner. But he goes like that. And then as soon as the play hits, all of a sudden you just see our two guys... Come exactly like that, and they lost like four, like three yards or four. They were behind the line, mm. and I was like, "Holy shit!" That was right there in so, the moment. He was like, "This is what they're doing." That's because we uh, read their
1: signals. Aaron, right. Aaron right, is man. stealing signals now. Yeah, Aaron. Aaron's yeah, getting well, paid by yeah. Michigan. I was
2: like, "Oh shit!" Yeah. Well, it was just a comment of like, "Oh, we are so on top of them yeah. that well, if that play, is like this is." That's like I what Hit the you've been saying
1: is game.
0: is there a readable offense? There? Well, well, so, well somebody,
1: I mean, that's what I. They're so I've been, readable.
2: I can see it. <laughs> I, I've been
1: saying about Andy Ludwig for for years, man. Like, I mean, somebody asked me that question in in the comments of my article, you know, about because I put in a clip of like a uh, uh, of a particular play that that Oregon blows up with a uh, well, basically doorless shifts just before. The the ball is snapped, and it it rejiggers Utah's zone – their offensive line, it changes what their zone blocking assignments are, but then their offensive line, because I kind of think their offensive line coach has been dropping the ball in coaching – uh, or management, and like he's got two, he keeps rotating between his left tackle and his center, both his left tackle position and his center position keeps uh, rotating them. And like none of them really getting developed very well. And so they're making mistakes. Um, and one of the mistakes that they make is they don't like when the zone assignment gets scrambled, when Dorless makes that shift, like they don't combo him properly. And so he runs in and he blows up the design play that causes the back to scoot out. And then Birch, because birch is playing it correctly he gets off the left tackle and 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 uh and shuts the play down um and so somebody was asking me like, well, so how does, you know, who, who makes that decision? How does Oregon know that's going to happen? And it's like, ooh, your question is really complicated. Here's my order of certainty of like, you know, I, I absolutely know they, know they run a zone blocking scheme, you know, down to I have no idea who makes the, you know, who makes the decision on that one because I'm not in the meetings. But like when you watch in a film, you know, especially on Andy Ludwig, you're just like. Oh, yeah, they're lined up like that. It's definitely going to that B gap, you know? Like, and it's wow. definitely the case that if you shift over and and when their offensive line is not coached super well, that, you know, you'll blow up that combo and the, the back's not going to have anywhere to go, you know? Like, yeah, is that's it, super duper obvious. Yeah.
2: And is it, it that yeah. he's so unlikable that his own staff is unwilling to help him?
1: <laughs> no, no, that's I, that's not really it. I, well, okay. I think it's more like, uh, well, I think it's more like he's just not, he just, um, he thinks there's, like, one good run scheme and he doesn't want to do anything else, and that
2: he, he's a that's football kind of guy. I, I
1: suppose, and that, like, Kyle Whittingham is his friend, and, like, mm-hmm. unlike every other, because, yep. like... Kyle Whittingham keeps firing everybody on his offensive coaching staff he fired Troy Taylor who is who then goes on to be the most successful coach that Sacramento State has ever had and wow. and and is now the head coach at uh Stanford um he fired his wide receiver coach um his wide receiver coach does not think that was above board um he, like he's fired a whole but he went through like a bunch of different offensive coordinators before troy taylor um and he sort of like run out of offensive you know coaching staff dudes to fire like who else is he gonna fire he's not gonna fire the tight ends coach that's his brother
2: <clears throat>
1: yeah that always works out uh uh-huh. he ain't firing the offensive line coach even though the offensive line needs a shakeup uh and he firing like andy ludwig even though like his offense is like super duper predictable and like yeah anyway um i sort of feel like you know kyle whittingham gets a ton of praise because he looks like a hot zaddy um it, it... not looks like is but okay continuing. fine uh, uh like i detect lots of problems in the way that utah is run i mean lots of good stuff too but like I mean, tons of good stuff. And frankly, you know, a team with that number of problems to still smash the... Like, just like I've been saying, you know, Oregon should be given credit for taking care of business in this game, but all they did was take care of business. Like, Utah should be given credit for taking care of business against the crappy teams that they faced, but that's Mm. all they did was take care of business, like, against crappy teams. Like, they should still be given credit for taking care of business, and so Kyle Whittingham should be given that credit. And he's given a hard task because that team doesn't, like, recruit particularly well. Remember what I said to JT before we started recording with with him that, like, Kyle Whittingham is – content to be king of a particular hill and he doesn't Mm -hmm. want to get off that hill to climb the mountain next door. Mm -hmm.
2: Sure, why? If you're king.
1: The Mountain West. (laughs) Ouch. Um, (laughs) Ouch,
0: Adam. Now, before we before we talk about a team that will never play again anymore, uh, let us get into our most popular segment here, which is The
1: The Pigs. The Pigs. The Pigs. The Pigs.
0: That is right, the Great Pick'Em Challenge is here once more. Let's get into it, including with last week's picks. Well, first of all, let's get into this upcoming game, which we've talked about a little bit already. Number 18, that is right, number 18, unless I messed up, but I'm pretty sure. Number 18, Utah versus Arizona State, Saturday, 11 a.m., Pac-12 Network, buried there in the Pac-12 Network. Um, mm-hmm. ASU is coming off their first, maybe only, who knows, but their first Pac-12 win of the season, their wow. second win overall. I still love rooting for these guys, though, because Kenny Dillingham, uh, Cam Scadaboo, uh, Trent Bourget is giving his, his life up. Every single game to the gods, it seems like. Um, But they got a win. It was a dominating win over Wazoo, who is spiraling right now. Uh, So now they're going against a team who doesn't have much of an offense. But like I said, the Sun Devils actually have been able to mess up some other offenses to keep it a close game. Games that they shouldn't have been close in, theoretically. They're not allowed to go to a bowl game, but they're still playing very hard. Utah coming off of a tough loss, but still have a lot to play for because they are actually still in Pac-12 contention. If they win out, they got a pretty dang good shot of making it there. It's not in their own you know, destiny. or They don't control their own destiny, but still, they got a good shot. So they're still playing for a lot. Aaron, who you got in this one?
2: god dang you know just having seen them play and it was easy breezy beautiful cover girls mm-hmm. i think but that's us and i mean we're not gonna lose a game for the rest of the season uh and they look like a joke and a and i'm gonna have to go uh i'm gonna have to go with the sun devils you're going with the sun devils i
0: respect the decision <sighs> i because think the sun devils are talked of as a joke yes, to people and... not watching i think they're the best 2 win team in the country hmm. so wow i haven't done any research okay but yeah there I you gonna... have it uh,
2: <laughs> um, um, I, okay i i have no idea who's gonna win this but i really want i want the sun devils to win it it'd be fun i mean uh, just because why not uh, the reason why
0: not is because their offense is just not typically yeah. there. Um, I'm going to go with Utah on this one. I think they'll be able to mess things up enough. Uh, I think it'll be close. I definitely think am, it'll be close.
2: Am I crazy to think that Utah should be unranked? Is I kind of think, because I I'm think sitting so. Going, yeah. I don't think they deserve a number after what I saw, and that's why I think ASU could actually win. Is I think that that thing overbloats what they really are.
0: Well, their losses are to top twenty-five teams. Uh, you know, like Oregon State and Oregon. And is, is Oregon
1: State a top twenty-five team?
0: Maybe they're not.
1: Oh uh, shit!
0: They may have dropped out, which is kind of
2: sad, actually.
1: Which would be crazy because Utah. Oh be no, they're it. number sixteen. They're number oh,
0: 16. Okay. okay, yeah, yeah. Um, so, like, on paper, you know, if you look at just that, and then the teams, the best teams they've beat, I don't know, I guess UCLA, uh, which is what ranked, do you see do? <laughs> I believe, then, too. So, uh, yeah, like, no, I I mean, I wouldn't blame people for voting them not in the top 25, I'll tell you that. If, you, if you're actually watching them, it kind of feels like they're being given credit for, like, we know you're injured you still only have two losses. Here's a number 18. Um, but yeah, no, I agree with you that it, it seems a little ridiculous. How about you, Hith? What do you
1: think in this one? Uh, I have Utah, uh, their home. Uh, um, I, I still think, you know, their defense matches up really, um, uh, well with, uh, Arizona yeah. state, um, you know, for all the, for all the stuff that i said about you know utah uh i still think their defense matches up well against arizona state i still think I arizona agree. state you know is a pretty like it's a like it, it actually arizona state and utah look a lot alike in that uh in, in the sort of like the hands they've been dealt uh this year are like not real great hands um and it's sort of like how they're managing it um uh, the uh, I I do sort of think that and like they should be credited with like playing a lot of teams you know pretty tough like I, I don't think the Utah is yeah. going to like run them out of the building, um, but I do think that just Utah is a, a too tough of a matchup for them and I also think that their game against you know their win against Wazoo last week had a lot more to do with um some stuff that's going on with Wazoo um, mm. than tell the truth I did not watch that one. I I didn't Uh, watch it. I mean, I watched it because Arizona State's an (sighs) upcoming opponent for Oregon. See,
2: I could have used all of that information before I decided to give my vote, Day, So, that's fucked up. He is our guest, and you didn't ask. You came on, and you made me believe one thing, and then you immediately said, even though I said all that, I still believe this other thing.
0: We are better than (laughs) Arizona State.
1: Well, I mean, nobody asked, but like, uh, you know... uh, Oregon sort of deliberately limited their rushing, you know, against Utah because like they're, they're you know, Utah's rushing while gettable mm-hmm. is like it's not worth it's not worth attacking given, you know, the relative strengths of their passing versus the rushing defense, you know like arizona state needs to rush to win you know because like Scatabo's mm. their best player um actually that's not quite true um but like he's the player who has the highest leverage for them given the rest of their situation um sure. and like sure. you know utah's uh you know, Utah's just in a position to shut him down. Um, or I, I, I mean, I guess I, I say that and he could have a big game, but like, I think that Utah's going to shut him down. And if they do do that, then that's it. You know, uh, like I, I, I can see a scenario in which Borgay connects with guys like, uh, you know, Conyers, um, to, uh, to, 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 to play well, um, or, or, you know, in Badger, like, I mean, Badger's a pretty good receiver that like nobody knows about um uh, against utah's secondary i just think that they're going to just absolutely i i think that utah's stretch is going to absolutely destroy ASU's offensive line and Borgay is going to spend most of the game on his butt. And so therefore he's just Damn. not going to be able to activate it. And that like, and that, that Arizona's word. only real hope is Scadabo doing Scadabo magic and that Utah's also well-situated shut down that down. And so, you know, that combined with Utah playing at home means that even the like anemic Barnes-based uh, Utah offense will score enough points to win this game. Shit. Well,
2: oh. I'll continue to
1: fall behind in
2: points. <laughs> Let it roll, Adam. <laughs>
0: All right, let's go on to the next one. Here we have it. Oregon, uh, number six, obbs, Oregon. odds Versus Cal. It should be OBS. Uh, Oregon. Oregon, Oregon, Oregon. Especially after watching...
2: No oh boy. Ah, then
0: play USC. They Did they lose Oh, they lost by one point. Oh my God, Th- they, had, Aaron, they had. Did like, you not
1: watch this game?
0: This game was no nuts. Oh, a game I of the week, Cal-ed man. In, I think. it was like one of the games of the year. Honestly, it would have. It would be if Cal Yo, just beat said USC. They're so
2: bad. Well,
1: well, that doesn't mean it can't be a game of the week candidate. Okay. <laughs>
2: well, I guess it's super high scoring though. <laughs> it's fifty to
1: 49. 50, it to forty-nine. fifty to forty-nine. It came. <laughs> it came down to like Wilcox. Yep. I think too is. crazy credit went for a two-point conversion at the end of the game and uh uh usc's defender you know slaps that shit down and like hey alex grinch's defense plays to win man like they went to a hostile road environment in uh cal memorial stadium and they got the win on the most important play of the game people gotta face up to the fact that alex grinch you know he plays to win when it matters they got they got to extend that guy it's all true. All these things are, are very true. Um, so,
0: it, uh, not only that, but Aaron, I got to tell you about this moment. There was a moment where they decided, like, uh, right before the half, USC was trying to go down and at least get a field goal or something, do some magic. And right before the half, they decide like, Oh, uh, we said it was the end of half, but actually, I think there's
1: one second left. So if you guys oh could, oh my god, could no, They make on. the determination that there's one second left while the kids are in the locker room.
0: While they're in the locker room, so they're what? like, so they go like, oh, by the way, there's one second left. So when you guys come out, that'll be the be- the end of the second quarter. Oh. And we're going to set up USC right where they are. Also, the kicker, since it's halftime, you can just practice your field goal over and over and over because you got plenty of time. And then they come out. uh, Justin Wilcox, there's one second left in the second quarter out of halftime. And Justin Wilcox fucking ices him, which is a badass move because he's like, I got timeouts from the first half. Apparently, you know, and so he like ices him, and he misses the fucking kick.
2: <laughs> but
0: also, also like it was just USC Cal, just like Cal was having just huge runs ripped off, like fifty yard runs, just boom, like basically untouched after you get past the line. Uh, meanwhile, USC was just throwing to everyone open. Caleb Williams just doing his thing. Like, the the one way USC can win, it looked like that. But they were down by, like, two scores in the second half. Oh, but yeah. Cal just could, could barely just like, not do it. They almost did oh, it.
2: Oh, shit. It was, this was, it was the sad. game that I think we did weird predictions on, and maybe I said it was going to go to, like, double overtime or something.
0: You may have. You were wrong, uh, and and Hithliday was almost right with with yeah. USC winning. Was so, I was so damn close. close.
1: I was so close. So I, I, close. my prediction was that uh, my specific prediction was that uh, uh, Justin Wilcox would win. He would get a Gatorade bath, and he'd be furious about it. Uh, I was I was partially correct in that he's super furious on the sideline because when they explained the field goal thing, he about murdered. Her oh, off.
0: like fair enough. Fair enough. I'll say fair enough, man. That What's is the field insane. goal thing. The the, the thing the, before the, the half Oh, they thing. get a field goal. Oh, right. Okay. <laughs> when you when you get out of half, we're going to start the half by an end of second quarter field goal. I get it. Um, are we all choosing Oregon here? Yes. Yeah. Is anyone oh, yeah. feeling bold? Okay. Good. Um, that being said, I I get real freshman Herbert vibes out of Fernando Mendoza, and maybe it's mm-hmm. just because they're wearing the. Like he literally looks like Justin Herbert in his first. Start. I mean,
1: it's the in case you're curious because, like the 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 phenomenon is real, like of him being a better quarterback. Like, it's oh yeah. crazy. Like Sam Jackson, Sam, who's the quarterback they went with at the beginning of the year. His his like his. You, sh- you shouldn't put it like his personal efficiency rate because that's not quite fair. But Cal's... if passing efficiency rate while he was in was 28 percent which is like it's 17 successful passing plays to 43 failed ones yeah. like wow. but they still let him pass 60 times <laughs> like brutal wow yeah uh yeah. Finley it's uh 30 to 35 and then Mendoza it's 41 to 57 so it's like okay Mendoza is better than the other two or at least the offense has been better when he's been in but you know mm-hmm. but it's not like he's wor- letting the world on fire he's like it's 52 percent 7.2 yards per attempt you know like uh, and against like and a substantial portion of the sample is USC's defense, yeah. Yeah. Utah's defense, and OSU's defense—all you know—all three of which you, you've heard me talk about—that I think you know USC's defense, everyone agrees, is fraudulent. And then I, you just heard me talk about how you know what I think of of Utah and OSU's mm-hmm. you know defenses being secretly fraudulent in the back mm. half. So like I, I kind of you know yeah no Young Herbert I don't know man.
2: <laughs> well there you go. Hey, Hissleding.
1: Yes, Aaron? Do you think this is the same
2: stuff that the coach, like the stuff that you're saying, do you think that they secretly also know, like, fuck, we're fucked back there, but we can't let anybody know that? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, they- Just want to make sure that they're not just being like, no, this is great.
1: Oh yeah, I mean, like um, uh, with the stuff that I talk about is 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 probably cruder. Like uh, they, they pro- you know, they, they they have more advanced ways of measuring these things, and and they're professionals, and I'm an amateur, and I'm writing for a fan audience. Like you know, they, they're they're doubtlessly more sophisticated and professional about it. But like, we're all watching the same, t- you know, tape. Like right. you know, the, the the only people who are delusional about these things are fans. Like yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm uh, just curious. let's get on to the next one. <laughs> number twenty four USC
0: versus that is right, so they get to be at home and in, Col- in the Coliseum versus mm. number five Washington. Saturday, four thirty PM ABC. Washington, you remember when we played Stanford, Aaron, this season? Uh, yeah, yeah. There was those two early field goals, and so they had like a 6-0 lead. And oh, yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah. then we just dominated pretty quickly right. after that. Uh, well, like a few games actually that we've played. Um, well, Aaron Washington, it took them like it did against Arizona State, like it did against Arizona. Um, it took them till the very like near you know like deep in the fourth quarter to pull away from stanford stanford was going down the field trying to like put together like a game scoring a game winning drive um Mm -hmm. it was like fourth and short they had the play dialed up we're about to get like a big first down and the dude just like drops the ball washington then scores like a quick touchdown kind of puts it out of way but like this game was super close this is after being super close
2: with Arizona State so these are technically two of the worst Pac-12 teams were they were they crushing their favorite thing to crush which was getting major penalties the whole game Washington yeah not not really i I,
0: I uh, it wasn't a game built on that. it was a game of like, God, damn Washington's defense,
1: I mean, ain't it this time it was yeah. it was curious huh. yet again that Stanford receivers kept trying to ca- catch the ball one handed I mean, yeah. Somehow against why, Washington, why opponents just keep trying to do that? It's like they're trying to to moss everybody. I I, I don't understand it. You know, can, can, well, one hand so behind your back. Are we saying it's, it's the
2: reverses where maybe there were calls that should have been called that didn't get called? Mm-hmm. Aaron,
1: mm-hmm. in the Pac twelve, how could so, you suggest well, such a thing?
2: <laughs> well, then, see, this is I think this is the storyline: is that uh
1: I think are they finally go up against a team where the refs are going to protect them. <laughs> Well,
2: there's, okay, you know, Hithle, you brought up the whole kayfabe thing, and I have long held a silly, you know, I've decided to believe it, let's say. Uh, I've decided, like, no, this has got to be true, is that there is actual, a very real kayfabe situation happening in which every season there are certain teams the league itself wants to propel. Oh, yeah. And so, therefore, dogs are called off a bit more. And I think I this mean, season is what Washington.
1: league gets d- dissolved. Like,
0: They're like we got to help the the team that helped kill this conference. Yeah, exactly. There's
1: Stockholm syndrome like
2: there is always money to be made. Whoever's decided to make it this season mm. has decided this Washington team is going to get to be the big team. Oh, okay. That's what I'm saying. Okay. The um, conspiracy is Washington is destined to take this thing. To the tourney Don.
1: where we beat them. It's, it's mm. Halloween. You're proposing that zombie Don James has risen from the <laughs> grave and is back handing out checks. All right. Fair enough. Well, Aaron, who do you got in this one then?
2: Oh, I think it's Washington. I think they uh, they're gonna dare I say does is what Seattle does Seattle right now need a big win? Well, of it's in L.A. Yeah, but having an undefeated college football team this year to take our eyes away from all the local politics. And I say yes, Adam. Okay. I say this was bought to pander to the people. All right. I love your conspiracy (laughs) mind. I think
0: that this is the game in which Washington is finally kind of caught with their pants down. I do think... The the sure thing with USC is, like, Caleb Williams is going to dance around in the backfield, make something happen, make some mistakes. I'm sure that'll happen. But also, just find his receivers. Just just get it to his, his uh, pretty awesome running back. Um, I think USC will be able to kind of just I, – I think it'll be a shootout, and I think USC will win. At home, it'll be Washington's first loss. I honestly don't want it to happen because it'd be better for Washington to be, uh, you know, undefeated, undefeated. for high plays. Yeah, we
2: don't need USC fucking with the way the, uh, you know, the locks work. Yeah, but we're right here in the middle. USC can't try and raise the water well, so that they can come up and because that'll bring us down.
0: I'm going with I'm going with USC in this one. I think ah. Washington's been vulnerable enough, and I think USC's – the the only thing they're really good at is the one thing that may be enough to take them over Washington. So I'll go with USC. Who do you got, Oh,
1: well, I already made my call in this game. Oh, that's right. Washington. I love it. Uh yeah no I'm I'm sticking with that at the end of the season I mean I should have gotten it with Cal like no you were so damn I mean, close I should have like uh, so damn close I just oh, yeah, I, I just didn't take up. into account the brilliance of Alex Grinch's yeah. last second defense no um, one scores
0: fifty on Alex Grinch except yeah, for right. the people that have done that in the past
1: yeah. um, <laughs> I was about to yeah. say
2: that they broke your uh, winless. I yeah. I know, but I mean, I, sorry, I,
1: Look, man, I sh- I literally I should have had it. You know, you missed
2: it by one point. Cal, um,
1: you you clearly Cal did have their damnedest to been... give the game away too. Like if you yeah. read Avenash's uh, article and write for Cal, it's just like it's like humiliating how many different like yeah. single like different fumbles and just single decisions they could have late made, in the game know, like,
0: there was that fumble and I mean, was it, it the punt too on, like a yeah. fumbled t- like jesus i know man i mean it was
1: a whole like i mean cal could have easily won this game by 20 yeah. points like, yeah wow um, it
0: was bonkers they didn't they w-
1: oh yeah, okay, uh, like not just not just version. like have you know have i already picked this game but just like i would even if i were just naively doing i mean Uh, Even if I were doing so without having already made that prediction, uh, I would pick Washington just on the like Washington has a defense like Washington and USC both have, you know, top five offenses in advanced metrics. Uh, USC's defense is non-existent. Washington's defense is existent. So therefore, Washington is more of a complete team. So therefore, Washington. That yeah, USC is playing at home, but who cares? You know, it's yeah. one of the California schools, so it doesn't matter. It's a weird one. Uh, it'll be funny if USC
0: loses. It'll be funny whoever loses. Honestly, okay, Washington State versus Stanford, huh? Huh, Stanford is on the upswing because. But are they? That... But are they? But are Aaron? You nailed it. <laughs> Uh, they were competitive against Washington, but seemingly anyone is right now. Um, Wazoo is definitely on the downswing, especially after starting off strong. Uh, you know, like beating Wisconsin, beating Colorado State, um, beating Oregon State. That's probably that's their best win of the season so far. But then they've they have really spiraled uh, after the butt kicking by Oregon and such. So. This, this is a pretty bad game. This is the game to miss. I mean, it could be close, so in that regard, sure. I
2: mean, they gave it the best time slot, it looks like. To, uh, like in the, pack the best, 12 best
0: channel, too. Pac-12 yeah. Network. Um, yeah, I don't... Uh, sh- fuck, Aaron. I don't know. You choose, and I'll choose someone else. <laughs> That's about it. That's all I got to oh, say. Okay.
2: Uh, then I think the victor in this game is... Uh... Washington State.
0: Okay, going with Wazoo. I respect it, because I'm going with Stanford. I think they've shown well, enough of course spunk. You are the biggest <laughs> fan
1: of Stanford.
0: Well, against Wazoo, sure. Once
2: a Stanford man, always a Stanford man, right, Adam? That's right.
0: <laughs> That's right, baby. I love me my Cardinal. Um, I don't know. I just just because I had to choose someone. Why not you Stanford? I guess.
2: I think it's because you're it's
1: secretly in Skull and Bones.
0: Yeah. Well, I don't think that Stanford is. It's not it? like Harvard
1: or Yale or something. Oh, oh, yeah. Don't Yale? say Harvard, Shit. man. That's a Yale thing. Look at you. Yeah. Poor Yale. <laughs> like they, the actual secret societies are coming to kill you now. <laughs> yeah. That.
0: I mean, <laughs> it can't be that good of a secret society if, if they won't shut the fuck up about being in it, right? Um. I'd rather view the, the the what are they called? The Wiffle Poofs or whatever
2: hufflepuff that's the glee club
0: the glee club is who i was going uh, with <laughs> uh of the day. who are you going with in this terrible game
1: uh you know I, I, every one of the advanced metrics and las vegas has wazoo big um uh Oof. which like you know is obvious uh you know um Oh, boy. Like, I, I should go with Wazoo. Uh, like, going with Stanford requires believing... It requires believing that Wazoo is... It, it requires believing, basically, that Jake Dickert is going to MSU um, and that Cam and that Ward is going to transfer out and, like, all the rumors, like, all the mm-hmm. message board rumors about this team is just, like, completely quit and is done. So, like i guess i'll put it this way if stanford wins this game i like that's it like that that means that all the things are true and mm-hmm. that like i just never Bullshit. pick wazoo for the rest of the year um like but but that hasn't happened yet so i'm still going with like every metric is like over 80 percent on wazoo and i'm not going against math on you know math versus message board rumors Actually, message board rumors have a pretty good track record against me. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um, but yeah. like, but not yet. <laughs> Did, Did you didn't... see
0: that message board rumor of uh
1: the guy being like, I'm pretty sure I snapped a picture of Connor Stellian's Yeah, right. <laughs> or no? And the I mean, there's a lot of confirmation so bias, right? Funny. It's like message board rumors will say 10 million things, and then you forget the nine million things that are wrong, and the you know the one thing that was right gets b- dug up. You know, that's yeah. really what's going Aaron, on. You got it. I'll show
0: you this sometime. There is a photo of like that Connor Stallion guy, the Michigan, you know, uh, dude. Um, There's a photo because he did it again, supposedly, you know, again at the Oregon Washington game last year. And there's this message board guy. It's like, yeah, no, I saw him filming just the sidelines on his phone. And so eventually, I was like, hey man, what the fuck are you doing? And so I snapped a photo of the guy and I sent it to the A D and no one listened to me or whatever. But the photo is the funniest thing of a guy just getting caught. Like with his hand in the cookie jar. He looks like like it's the stupidest thing. Yeah, like the way I, he's amazing. turning his
1: face and looking he's back just like, like Who? "What, bro?" <laughs> it's so it's
0: Funny as hell, man. I love college football espionage. It's this is the kind of scandal I'm into. Not well, the thing having Hitler freaks, on your board or whatever.
2: My, yeah. the thing, the part of it that I'm like, I really want to read this thing is like the 600 page. Good. Oh, uh, you want to read that plan on how he was going to take over? Oh man, and, and it like, involves
1: like a, a sociological theory that's been completely discredited since the 80s. Like, <laughs> oh god. It's the kind of thing oh, that, like, I'm that so like dumbass to, I amateur anthropologists come up with to like uh-huh. really infuriates professional academics. Like, yeah, Aaron, you have to get it and you have to do a review for it. I will. Okay, I will. good. I'll good. look at it. Up. I was, I mean, maybe it's
2: hopefully it's public information. I'm
0: afraid that you're going to like convert to whatever it is. <laughs> Um, I don't nah, know why. I only have... the
2: Unabomber can make me do that. <laughs>
0: oh boy, Colorado. <laughs> moving on, Colorado versus number twenty Oregon State Saturday. Oh wait, number twenty is that right? Who knows? I, don't... I have
1: sixteen on ESPN. Yeah, this is wrong.
0: Saturday, seven p.m. ESPN. Number 16, Oregon State. That is right. Um, Oregon State a little fraudulent, too. Aaron, let me tell you something stupid that happened in this game. So, Oregon State's taking on Arizona. Arizona's definitely the spunkiest little one that's that's in the Pac-12 right now. Yeah, yeah. They got three losses, but they were competitive against Washington, competitive against USC, competitive against Mississippi State. And all those losses. Um in two of those the two Pac 12 losses, Noah Fafita was leading the charge. Really fun dude to root for. In general, there's some good talent on this team, uh for Arizona. Overall, I'd say there's you know, there's some good coaching decisions on their side, typically. Uh mm-hmm. Um, You also got, like, uh, Justin Flo being crazy as fuck, as always. I'll tell you this. Arizona beat Oregon State. It was a very close game, three-point game. Um, And in the locker room, (laughs) there's, like, a celebration video. And you know Justin Flo is, like, always, like, 140% in intensity. Okay. Um, there's a point where he <laughs> not, just grabs his coach but, Jet but Fish. like
1: 40% effectiveness
0: <laughs> Yeah, oh yeah like not the most effective dude but is oh ready to God. celebrate there's a point where he just grabs Jed Fish his coach and is just screaming looking him in the eyes with like an Eric Andre intensity just being like Woo! And you can tell, like Jed Fish is like a little scared,
2: <laughs> which I do love. Is that performative shit because the camera's on and he's just betting uh, on that? And I, don't oh, so, sure I, I don't think so, man. I don't think so.
0: Justin Flo? I feel like wow. if you just had like, lunch with him, it'd be that intense.
1: Jed Fish is like the performative, like we'll get Gronk to drop water balloons out of a yeah. hot air balloon, you know, kind of dude. But like on the sideline, that's like a nerdy glasses wearer, you know, kind of yeah, uh, football coach. Yeah. You know, like, yeah, know, I'm pretty but, sure he's like not actually into dude screaming in his face. And he well, just wants to go back to his playbooks. You know? Yeah, oh exactly. He's like, oh, um, OK.
0: <laughs> but anyways, another fun thing that happened in this game, especially after all the Beavers fans on Twitter's who uh, who have been more annoying to me lately. Like I've I've not liked the Beavers that my my hatred for the Beavers is is at an all time high. Still not that high. But an all time high the fan base, yeah, because they're you know, re- obviously, they're a little angry that we're part of the reason why the Pac 12 is being destroyed. Mm. Whatever, why
1: didn't you go down with the ship, too?
0: Yeah, yeah, um, anyways, but we're in our awesome badass lifeboat. Uh, but so that, that's annoyed me with Beavers fans, and they've especially, you know, like ready to shit on the Ducks at any moment, including being like, oh, they're idiot coach, and all those fourth down calls they uh, against uh, Washington you know they should have gone for the field goals blah, blah, blah. like really hype you know whatever you want to say about that but Aaron and Jonathan Smith he's a genius on the field like oh my Mm -hmm. goodness just always making the smartest decision they made one of the dumbest decisions I've seen on a football field in a while in which they were like at least 25 yards out I forget exactly like so it's it's winding down very close game at the half I believe it's the Beavers could take the lead. I think they're tied um, with a field goal. Their field goal, kick I don't even know how their field goal kicking has been, you know, college yeah. level, not especially uh, their bad. Their special teams believe. have been kind of bad. Is it bad yeah. enough where you think this was a smarter decision? No. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> okay, so they're like about 25 yards out or something like that. They're going for the field goal seemingly, but then it kind of looks like I I think there's even, like, a timeout or something like that. So it looks like, oh, like, maybe they got something up their sleeve. Maybe they were going for a trick play here. But so they go for the field goal. But no, they're not. Instead, they drop a fake play. There's about three seconds left. All right? So you only got time for either a kick or one deep shot. Yeah. You would think. They drop this trick play in which it all comes down to the kicker now has the ball. He's got a couple of blockers in front of him and he's going to go for the 25 plus yard touchdown run. And that fucking goes nowhere because right. you, cuz you're hoping a Camden Lewis type is going to like be able to
1: juke or blow <laughs> yeah. past somebody or blow through some and well, it was the just best like... part is that the kicker's name is Atticus Sappington. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was like the most civil war name you've ever heard. Uh, it's like,
2: like this dude's in the wrong time period. Yeah, exactly. Like He's you can like you can just
1: imagine him writing a letter, like dearest Mildred, yeah. the coach has asked me to yeah. run. Oh, my God. Uh he he
0: has the name of someone who like played before the forward pass, so maybe it was just he yes. had he was supposed to and he hasn't no concept of it. Um, yeah, I know.
2: What's the last name again? Sappington.
0: Atticus Sappington. (laughs) Atticus Sappington.
2: Yeah. He's now my new best friend.
0: I mean, it's not on him. Sappington was never going to make it. But, like, it makes it so... They got to go for, like, the... on. And, you know, all these things are... Just because they didn't get that field goal doesn't mean and they lost by I know three. it's real
1: I mean it's a curiosity in the game but they do lose by three yeah. I, I generally think that fans always fixate too much on a single play you know I mean the it fact was a that stupid were, fucking play The fact <laughs> that they were within three you know this is a team that's coming off of like whatever it was a 10 win season like you know look if you want to get mad at Jonathan Smith get mad at his like offseason complacency yeah. you know get mad at his you know uh, the fact that like he didn't rebuild his defense get mad at the fact that like he ought to be in a much stronger position you know than jed fish is so that the game never should have been close enough to be decided by three points like get mad that he makes huge... you
0: want to watch him milk himself i'm pretty mad about there that.
1: are like look an, an analyst doesn't look at the like analysts don't look at single you know points of failure they look at the fact that the game was close enough to be decided at a single point of failure you know it's casuals who point and laugh at you know single points and failures Mm -hmm. but like boy there was a lot to point and laugh (laughs) um yeah but otherwise it
0: was it was a pretty close game um but arizona winds up the victor dju is like an upgraded quarterback but not a quarterback that will be able to (laughs) then last year would you say no Oh, that's a pretty good take. Uh, he's definitely not the kind of quarterback that will be able to lead you to a win I mean, against there's Arizona. More zip so.
1: On the ball coming out of his hand, there's not greater accuracy, or and there's mm. inferior decision making compared to uh, Go Branson.
0: Interesting, interesting
1: tag. I believe you. Yeah.
0: Okay, Colorado lost to UCLA. Pretty nasty game. Uh, really?
1: Sh- Shadur Sanders. It was like, Hey, this one was pretty similar to how I didn't, i say this is going to be a super low scoring, like rock yeah. fight kind of game. Cause like UCLA's off or defensive line was going to smash them. But UCLA's offense just sucks out loud. That is exactly what happened.
0: Uh, this one I didn't watch too much of. I, I know enough to know that's exactly what goddamn happened. Uh,
1: there's a I mean, third it was quarterback. UC- UC- UCLA. UCLA. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Who comes in and immediately throws a pick. Uh, after they call him mariota i heard yeah exactly it was like oh, chip kelly calls you know compares this guy to the great quarterbacks he's worked with like marcus mariota and as the word Mar- mariota is like reverberating in the the broadcaster's booth the pick is sailing through the air majestically into yeah. the uh, the like travis Hunter's hands It's just like yeah great God awesome.
0: damn. Whatever the opposite of a quarterback whisperer is, that's what Chip Kelly is at UCLA. Holy shit, right now, he is. It just. Has ended up
1: making, I I think, the overall worst decisions. It's just like the wrong playbook. Like, it's exactly, I mean, this is exactly what I said. Like, eight Mm -hmm. paragraphs in my June preview of UCLA describing exactly why this was not going to work out. And it proceeded precisely, as I described, (laughs) down to, like, how he was going to, like, wind up bailing on Dante Moore and then go through a rotation of quarterbacks. And in the order of rotation of quarterbacks that I predicted, like. true. That's true. Uh
0: Um, so UCLA is an interesting one right now that they're still in it yeah. but uh, oh, Colorado oh, there's
1: another thing remember a couple of weeks ago when I said that there was a four team not in the Pac-12 yes. that had played and those were UCLA Utah uh, Washington State and and Oregon State and that yeah. they had only played each other uh, they had played uh, out of conference games against garbage teams and they'd beaten them all and that it was like a house of cards and they were all holding each other up and that that as soon as they started playing other and that they were all as good as each other they were mm, either right. all four good teams they were all four mediocre teams or they were all four bad teams but as soon as other teams started playing them other teams that we had like more data about that they that those Those games would establish where, you know, and that those four teams that I said, again, UCLA, Utah, Washington State, Oregon State, that those four teams, they all formed a loop because they'd all beaten each other. Right. Because Utah beat UCLA, which beat Wazoo, which beat Oregon State, which beat Utah. So they were all like equal Uh, that as soon as we started getting outside data you know on them that that the the house of cards would collapse they would either prove themselves to be all real good or they would all prove themselves to be all real bad well what started to happen arizona smashed wazoo right uh oregon smashed utah uh um uh, uh arizona state smashed uh wazoo uh um uh, there's, you know, the, the, the list goes on like, uh, uh, you know, all, uh, uh, Arizona beat, uh, Oregon state, right? Like all of these teams, like ever since they stopped playing each other and start having to play other te- UCLA was in a rock fight with Colorado. Who's like on the bottom of the conference, mm-hmm. right? Like look, look at those four teams. Once they started playing other teams or at least other teams, not named Cal, um, <laughs> Like, or USC. (laughs) No joke. Um, Yeah. Like, as soon as they started playing other teams, like, you know, Arizona, Oregon, uh, etc. Like, you know, they they started, like, either losing games or getting in, like, serious rock fights. And, like, they've been, like, falling off of cliffs. Because, like, yeah, exactly, man. Yeah.
0: Yep. It's true. All of it. Um, so here we are. Colorado Aaron we- said
1: he wanted more advanced warnings about teams. That's why I wanted to jump in. Yeah. I think it's good. Colorado doesn't have an offensive
0: line. Deion Sanders himself has said it that he's like, Yep, I'll be shopping for a new O line next season. Right. Um and uh it's true. That doesn't do it. a whole lot for morale, does it? No, well, I maybe he won't even be there. So there you go. Um uh-huh. Yeah, maybe and Shador is trying. But what can you do without an offensive line? Um, versus Oregon State, number 20, technically. This is on the Colorado Buffs territory, though. This is on their turf.
2: Who are you going mm. with? Uh, I feel like maybe the Colorado ship has sailed for me. Mm. They're, and... they're
0: looking pretty desperate bull-wise. Like, they need to start getting some wins here.
2: yeah. And maybe Oregon State is about to start showing how it's going to fall apart. Possible. But also maybe it was just a one-play mistake. And the fan base, as we said, is over-hyping how bad they really are. And so, therefore, sh- Colorado shouldn't be a real issue because of their actual known problems. Mm. So I think I'm going to have to say the Beavs.
0: You're going with the Beavs. Um... You know what? Oh boy, I'm gonna feel a little feisty here, and I'm trying to go. On, I'm trying to go against the grain I'm trying to catch up. Yeah, to good you're old going Hith against here.
1: everything
2: I say.
0: Um, I'm gonna She's go
1: trying to catch up to Aaron.
0: <laughs> no, I'm trying to catch up to Hith. I said Hith, not Aaron. Um, Colorado. I think I'm going with Colorado. I think they're just because I think Colorado will be balls to the wall. Fuck it. Shadur, get out there. Throw, 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 throw. And that may actually be effective against this Oregon State uh, secondary. And then I think, well, Beavers are probably just going to run through Colorado. I'm kind of going against my brain here, assuming that Hith is going to choose the Beavers, uh, so mm-hmm. which I think the Beavers would are probably the better team, probably going to win. But I think there's enough of a chance and I'm chasing points.
1: I'm going with Colorado. So you think I I'm, it. you think I'm going to choose the beeves huh?
2: Yeah, I do. <laughs> Maybe not <laughs> with that tone. <laughs> I mean I think Day. honestly, you could get every single you could you could hijack the point system now because it's true. Adam you should shown... you
1: should have me like from a game theory perspective, oh, yeah, you should yeah, have yeah. me choosing first. It's right. It is only because like I could just pick the same as Adam does and and And, and both you, you won't lose any credibility. Right. Well, it's just I, I <laughs> pledge not to do that. I, I pledge that I will pick what I what I yeah, think I is the correct Well pick and you're proper, the guest. It's, moral it's moral man. Moral honor.
0: Honorable to let the guests.
1: Yeah. Choose uh, no, give me the buffs. Oh. Give me I am I'm, yeah. I'm picking the buffs for the same reason that I picked Arizona uh against Oregon State last week. Number 1, Oregon State's a fraud. Uh number 2, uh, uh this game is played in Colorado. Um and, and like Oregon State plays much better at home. Colorado plays much better at home um uh number 3 uh like Oregon State can't defend the pass all Colorado does is pass uh it's true that Oregon State will probably be able to run against uh uh Colorado but like i think that a passing team just has more to- ways to win um than a, a rushing team does wow. um and that Oregon State secretly can't defend the pass um and nobody knows it uh, cuz nobody watches their games actually uh they all claim that they do because they want to s- you know seem like they're blue collar supporters but then as soon as they are like oh but then i'd have to watch like running 45 times a game let's see what else is on oh i'll just claim that i watch that game um and they don't actually see that they have like nothing going on uh anyway um uh uh yeah like uh yeah i just think uh you know the the but yeah this is this is colorado's like turnaround game this is like they This is like actually a really good matchup for this, the buffs. This is their turnaround game? No, well, I just mean it's a really good matchup for them and like they've been They kinda, need like, it. This is like it's been like nothing but <sighs> bad news for them over the last couple of weeks and like this is, you know, I just want know finally a game where this is a really good matchup for them. Oh, the other thing, this is like one of the few games they're going to play where they actually have like a decided talent advantage.
2: Wow, that's a good hmm. that's a good point. I just want to note that I audibly tried to use my brain to figure out how this game would go and it is apparently the worst I, game thing hasn't I've been ever played
1: done. game hasn't been played yet I I was well, actually really I'm surprised that you t- I really regret- would have guessed that Aaron would have taken Colorado and and Adam would have taken Oregon State
2: right exactly I was going to go with Colorado because I felt groovy on it but then I'm Talking myself through. Well, Aaron, should you want to probably... switch? I think you, you, you two ought to switch picks?
1: just for like identity purposes.
2: I would do it. I would gladly. I'd I would s- prefer to go with Dion. <laughs> okay, let's <laughs> okay. switch. Let's switch. We're switching. Picks. See, y'all just had me afraid that maybe I shouldn't be hyped about something that I can't help but. In my
0: to. head, in my head, it's
1: still especially. I mean, John like all Smith. the advanced stats have the Beavs with like 80 yeah. percent pl- plus. Like yeah. it's oh, the wow. it, like according to math, it's the smart play to pick the beavers. Adam, you're probably you know getting the smart play. It's just I watch film, and Aaron yeah. has magic powers. Right. I I do
0: think <laughs> it because I I yeah, it, my brain is telling me Oregon State. I do think maybe they, maybe they it. will be able to just like do the so kind of game that they your always brain, want to brain my run, run,
1: eyes run. and Aaron's heart yeah yeah, there yeah go. exactly.
0: we've almost got captain planet that's gonna be an interesting that's that's got us divided there okay and then last uh not least not least at all actually pretty most, game, competitive, good game. most
1: competitive game this yeah week. pretty excited
0: okay. now the real number 20 is UCLA there we go Arizona versus number 20 UCLA Saturday 7 30 p.m. FS1 definitely watching all of this one Um, Arizona has, has been a team on the rise. Absolutely. Uh, their defense shows up a lot of the time, not, uh, you know, against better offenses. It hasn't quite been enough to seal the win, but it's been enough to make it competitive. UCLA has a, a pretty dang good pass rush. Their defense overall was overrated earlier in the season, but. You can't hang your hat on the pass rush, which against Arizona maybe will be pretty effective. And then uh, their QB play is no. I'm going to say it's it's a no. It's overall negative. But they do have talent, yes, on offense. Chip Kelly Kelly is a smart guy with offense. Was at one point. And uh, that is... Where I'm going. okay. Arizona's this got a, really talented receivers, though. You should look at Okay.
2: Them. So this is a perfect chance for me to try and ask, re-attain my ability to com- commune with the universe. Because okay. I've been out of touch. Yeah, go for it, bro. And out of time. Okay, let's see. Uh, Take all the time you need. Dead air is fine. Okay, I know. I'm going to say... I actually think... UCLA is gonna win this? Okay. I mean their favorite.
0: Okay. Okay. There you go.
2: Um, so you're going
0: <laughs> You're going with UCLA. So it's like I Damn this is actually pretty pretty tough one. Um it's, it's at home for Arizona. Which surprisingly has been something for them. I mean, it's the Desert. Kay. It is the Desert. Oh fuck.
2: This is this is really hard actually. Um cuz you're trying to also think about what Hitler day is going to pick. I know. It is
0: it is right? a game okay. within a game. Well, I okay, I've, so I've so got a couple I got two picks that are different than Hitler day. So I don't necessarily have to go that way. Sure, sure, sure. I'm just trying to go with who I think will actually win. UCLA's QB, like, situation really hurts my brain here. Um,
2: I didn't realize it's that ugly.
0: I mean, I mean, three different QBs and your most talented one is a freshman that you maybe kind of, like, fucked with his brain by, like, well, no, you're not the starter. No, you are the starter. Take ten sacks. Throw five pick sixes. Okay, now you're not the starter anymore. <laughs> um... I'm going to go with UCLA, though. Even, oh, wow. Even though my heart is I, – I really do like rooting for Arizona lately. Um, I, I think maybe they'll – I don't know why. I think maybe UCLA's pass rush will mess this up enough, and then – See, this is the thing. It's really hard for me to make the leap to go, and then UCLA's – offense will blank to win this game that's the hard part for me um yeah. but i think it will blank to win this game whatever that is yeah that's where i'm at this is a weird one i'd like to say no if wins it um with a with a t-mac touchdown but i i don't really know and maybe that's maybe that's what'll happen Hithode, who do you got in
1: this one give me the cats Give you the catch. Wow! All I right. Thought so all, all all four of the teams and the four team not are frauds. Yeah. Uh, Arizona is outside of it, and the game is in Tucson for a night God. game.
2: Dude, Hitler Day. I think you have struck gold when you have discovered this fact. It's well, kind of amazing. it also goes. A- Arizona is
1: on the rise, and and UCLA didn't know what they're doing. Yeah. 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 Right. Yeah. It's true. And it's
0: it's also interesting just all these ranked these few ranked Pac twelve teams were like, they're a fraud. <laughs> like, absolutely don't deserve that ranking.
1: Like, like I you mean US C it's the Pac twelve. <laughs> like is there yeah. any more certain uh <laughs> you know, storyline than there being like <laughs> mid- you know that that you know mid level Pac twelve team is mid as hell. Like well, usually we don't get ranked. <laughs> usually the difference is these yeah, two
0: lost teams wouldn't have been ranked. So it's like, yeah, who knows? Um, well, there you have it. Those are all those picks. Interesting choices from us. I feel there's it's a wide swath. Oh, man, this is where I've we just last just... left off. So it's gonna get a God little. Almighty, it's gonna get worse man. than this, Aaron. Uh, Aaron's trailing thirty six points. I've got forty four points. has forty seven. Last week, I did a little bit better than y'all, which leaves me that much closer. Hith still in the lead with 51 points. I, I don't have think I can catch up. 49 points, probably not. you got to just start. I don't know what you, gotta uh, did, did you got to do. Aaron's got to points. have USC?
1: Is that how um, you found
0: I think I did choose USC. I reluctantly <sighs> chose USC, too. I was just like, well, they're more talented, I guess. Wilcox. That game, it should have been. It, I should be wrong, but mm. no, I chose USC. So I'm catching up. I'm catching up. This this you week, are.
2: I will say you were six points behind at one point, and now you're within two.
0: Well, H- Hith is going for the some bolder ones, where he's like, I, I, this... I need
2: you to come with me to Vegas, sir, and uh, we'll go to the Sphere and have a good time watching the Sphere. How about we go but to the fucking I
0: need you to go... Pac-12 championship game, my man.
2: Oh, perfect timing! But there yeah, we go. need to hit the tables because I need your I need your poker game. Oh, good. Apparently.
0: Well, look at my betting history, and you'll know that's a really good idea. <laughs> Speaking of which, we gotta start making some bets here. Uh, we never write them down. We never remember them. Uh, well, I, I remember we we got one wrong at least. But let's do some super specific predictions. Typically, I'm gonna ask for a different one than just USC losing out because it's getting a little stale at this point uh but for Oregon Cal what do you mm-hmm. have we wait in who,
1: anticipation who are, were you asking me yeah, I was yeah. Asking Oh, you, I okay. thought that was directed to Aaron uh do I do I have a particular pick for Oregon pal uh uh, uh <laughs> <laughs> let's see um I it uh, it's over at halftime
0: yeah, that sounds about right. Um Aaron, what about you? This is the universe telling you something?
2: Yeah. What's our uh what's our backup quarterback? Ty Thompson. His... He's gonna start the game. Start the game? Fuck. <laughs> the game. I hate wow. that.
0: That's terrible. <laughs> I uh, hope you're wrong. Uh, God, I hope you're wrong. No, that, I mean, that only means either tragedy or sickness or injury happened to Bo Nicks.
2: No way. It means we're so assured of this game being a win <laughs> that we would rather have Bo Nix on the sideline just taking some time to just, you know, just because like you need that guy healthy all the the most healthy yeah, right you're just like this is we're an so exhibition game we're so assured of the win that we'll be like Ty, go have fun kid tear him up
0: um hit the day can you <laughs> as a film reviewer i would imagine i mean you'd hate that as like a fan and like as a you know somebody who wants to win this game by as much as possible we will but i would imagine as a film reviewer you're like oh sweet a full game of Ty thompson okay let's see what we got here uh, would you no. like that?
1: Uh, and I would just hand that off to the intern.
0: Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Fair enough. Um my my okay, my pick for the super specific prediction will be not one, not two, but three interceptions thrown from Fernando Mendoza. Okay. But only because they're asking him just to go all out and just throw that thing nonstop um but also get this and this will be really bad for the ducks three touchdowns from jay not who i believe is healthy right (laughs) i I saw him last game but then i started not seeing him so i don't know if he is um either way three touchdowns from jay not um Three picks from fernando mendoza ducks will still dominate and win the game but enough to make oregon fans super pissed that they scored three touchdowns I,
1: i've read some predictions for the um for the the ball to be slick for some reason i, I mean obviously it never rains in aughtson stadium yeah so, no, you no. know cal bear tears uh obviously uh uh maybe uh, quite a bit of running uh in this game um Uh, yeah, like maybe a lower possession, uh, game. Um, but yeah, just like, uh, like a lot of running and like, I don't really think, and like, and because the one thing, I mean, really the only thing that Cal does well is prevent explosive, um, rushing that like, Oregon just like takes six yards at a time Mm. that it's just like six yard run, six yard run, six yard run. And that Oregon just sort of like operates a six yard offense. And, and, like, t- takes, you know, 10-play, you know, six-yard drive, some screen passes maybe, um, and then just sort of marches the field. Uh, and then, like, you know, Cal tries to throw it, like, you know, some incomplete passes, maybe an interception, and then Oregon just does that again. And then it's, like, the the game's, like, 28-6, to six, you know, or something like that, and, and it's just, like, oppressive, you know? Like, but it's, yeah, one of those games. Uh yeah, and, and just like like Cal doesn't want to be there, like that yeah. you know, unlike the USC game where they were like clearly like you
2: know Oh yeah, <laughs> they they
1: knew they smelled the blood in the water.
2: Well, I just want to say that only helps embolden me to believe my theory because if we're gonna be doing a lot of running, why not start with Ty Thompson? There you go. You know what? I'm actually
0: gonna change. I'm gonna add to my, my prediction. No, I'm just gonna straight up change it. Um, I'll still say the three picks, but I'm taking away the three odd touchdowns. I'm going to say the exact score is reminiscent of another rainy game in Eugene, Oregon. That would be on September 28th, 2013. (laughs) The golf game. The score will be 55 to 16. Oregon will win in exact fashion as they did that day. There you have it. Listeners at Hithloday one on Twitter or X whatever the fuck you want to call it
2: at Quack Twelve. Podcast. That's the complaint department. If you have anything bad yes. or negative to say, just at there.
0: If anyone offended you on this episode, <laughs> at Hithloday H Y T H L O D A Y the number one. You throw so I'll throw all your insults over to Hithloday and uh, at Quack Twelve Podcast if you want to leave us a nice message, something you know encouraging meaningful. Uh, $5 over at Patreon will go a long way as will following us on YouTube and or all the other shit we're on such as Twitch and,
2: shit and TikTok and make sure to stay addicted to Quack.
0: That's right. <laughs> See y'all next week. Quack quack. Bye. Quack, quack.